Welcome back to another highly anticipated episode of the longest running SpongeBob podcast in the history of SpongeBob podcasts. The Stripe Sweater, where the best time to listen is all the time. I'm one half of your co-hosts, the world's oldest living bubble, Zach Main, and I'm here with Tiz I, Alexander Beardy Beardsley. And welcome, <laughs> welcome back, uh, ladies welcome back. and shit heels. You were close. That was Professor Oak from uh, Pokemon Snap. Yeah, we are here with SpongeBob SquarePants, according to uh, Amazon Prime Video, season five, episode twelve, Atlantis SquarePantis, an episode that uh, a lot of people probably know. Uh, it's very long for a SpongeBob episode. Uh, yeah. It's like a little TV movie. It's long as hell, so we won't uh, even talk about anything going on in our personal lives at all. Because we just have. I did want to talk about the Detroit Lions. I was just kidding. You want to talk about the Lions? Our listeners don't care about the Detroit Lions. Listen, it's an underdog story like no other, right? the The worst team in the history of football is now. The best team, or at least pretty good. We're at least pretty good. Yeah, let's playoff not go team. crazy. Playoff Super Bowl champions this year, perhaps. It would be sweet. I, I just, I just, uh, I really, I mean, whatever. It doesn't matter to me that much, but I think it'd be so fun because we we live in Detroit. For those who might not know that, or in the Detroit area, anyhow. Um. So if the Detroit Lions won the Super Bowl, like, I mean, the parties in the streets for that whole week or more would be insane. People would be going nuts. It would be football town for a while because you know what happens before the next season is the NFL draft, which next year takes place right here in Detroit, Michigan. Oh, football town. Uh Uh-huh. It's great. It might be a renaissance for the entire city. Also, apparently the Super Bowl is in Vegas this year, so like it would be sweet there. It would be crazy there too if they won. You know, for it sure, would be. it'd be like mayhem. People dying in the streets. That's how. <laughs> that's how hard we'd be going. <laughs> yeah, um, you might die. It's the most exciting thing but going that's on. Cool. Yeah, right. Die for a that's good cause. Like, that's like the part of the fun is you will die for this shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Better than dying of heartbreak for all these years. Yeah, yeah, right. I, I know. It could go one way or the other, though, because if they lost in the Super Bowl, it would be like such a gut-wrenching thing. Yeah. But we'd come back hungrier the next year. Yep, take out a couple kneecaps on the way up. After hosting the draft. That's great. So, I just, yeah. I wanted to mention that. Now we can move on to the episode. No, I mean, we don't have to, like, <laughs> rush that fast. But, I mean, I don't want to get stuck talking for too long is all I was saying, but I was joking anyway. Like, yeah, a I few was... times we've already had to come on and say, sorry, things have been busy, haven't had a lot of episodes out. It's been a little while since this one. 
But it's here right before the year ends. It's at least, a nice so. uh, Christmas miracle. In Atlantis. And or Hanukkah and or Kwanzaa. Or. Or other holiday. Whatever. That is your holiday for this time of year. Winter solstice. That's one. Uh, anyhow. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, just been hard to uh, get together lately. I've been busy with some personal stuff and, you know, whatever. So, I mean, nothing really worth even talking about here. You know, nothing interesting. Just boring adult life bullshit. Um, but things are good overall. I'm I'm looking forward to the winter, weirdly enough. Um I bought a snowboard recently. Yeah. And I'm going to hopefully go snowboarding a few times this winter. Life-size snowboard kid? Right, a big snowboard kid. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to do I'm going to try to do tricks like an SSX. I'm I'm pretty sure I've played that game enough that I could just do them in real life without practice or anything, you know. Are you supposed to do tricks on the bunny slope? Is that why uh, the trick's mascot is a rabbit? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to do tricks on the bunny slope. Yeah, I don't either. There's not really ramps but uh, or jumps. I did go once before, and I, I figured it out by the end of the day. Like, at least I got the lessons. general how to do it. I didn't. I just I just went out there and fucking taught myself with my friend, who just in, wasn't a good teacher. At just some random hill? Uh Mount Holly. Oh, okay. In Michigan. That's not just some random hill. That's the I did, hill. I did uh, all the runs there by the end of the day. Diarrhea? But I fell a lot. Speed run? Diarrhea speed run, yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely, like, did a... Because on a snowboard, you, like... Have you been snowboarding, or...? Yeah, I just said I had lessons when I was young. Oh, okay, you did say yeah. you had lessons. My bad. Mm-hmm. So like <laughs> I've been a few times. But yeah, like you skiing can skiing as well. I've never been skiing. I would like to try it though too, but you know like if you're on your toe edge like and you catch an edge like you just like go flying backwards basically. Mm-hmm. And like I had a cra- one at least one crazy fall like that where I like caught an edge and like just kind of went straight backwards and like landed on my Head or neck. Yeah. Luckily, my neck broke my fall. Yeah, we watched that on Thanksgiving. Did you? Uh huh. I recently watched it, and it was awesome. I like yeah, loved it's, it. It's, it's still great. It's really a funny movie. They they took out the scene on TV where the dogs are fucking right uh, when dude's about to get ran over by the railroad train, and then uh, oh right yeah, and, yeah but they kept in him saying pussy. I was like that's. It's weird where you draw the line. Right. They, they even Dogs like fucking is too they, much. They even censored some of the words of the fireworks. Like oh, uh, yeah. I don't think like bungholes, but certain words he was saying is like, what the hell is this? Right. What's right. going on with the world? The world's cool, just not the same. Yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah. Just uh hanging out in the meantime. Hopefully we can get some more episodes out, you know, uh, you know, in these coming months, uh, in the winter when there's less going on, I guess, but we'll see. Um, either way, it's good to be back and boy, oh boy, this one is really long and 
too long, if I should say so myself. Yeah, I but, think most people would agree. But it is what it is. And you know what? I will say this before we even get started. I could see if I was a kid, I would have probably loved this. If I was like young and I was watching this and uh, let's say I was like younger than I was when this came out and watched it when I was like six years old or whatever, I probably would have loved it and thought it was the best. It's just so, like, campy, you know? I think it's, it's very one-dimensional. R- well, that's what I, kind of what I'm saying, too, is it feels like it's maybe, like, I don't know. It's, like, too juvenile. It's not, like, uh, it feels like a little kid's show, you know? It's um, so juvenile. I want to back that ass up right across it. Uh, slow motion, maybe? Slow motion for me? yeah. Also juvenile. Oh, is that He's his a rapper. rapper name? Yeah, juvenile. Juvenile. Yeah, he's got a really good uh, Tiny Desk concert. Probably one of my favorites. You should nah. give it a watch. His song Project Bitch is very good. And Manny Fresh <laughs> is there from the Big Timers. Project Bitch. Uh-huh. Give me a Project Bitch. Get me a hood rat trick. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, it's a classic American folk song. I'm telling you, it bangs. Listen, people, it bangs. It fucks. Yeah. Um, so anyhow, um, we are here today to talk about Atlantis Square Penis. Yeah, but before we do, we have to answer one of the age-old questions of the world. We sure do. Um, and that question is, are you ready, Zach? Aye, aye, Alex. back with Atlantis squared Pontus. Yeah, indeed. Uh, this episode uh, originally aired on Turbo Nick and uh, VOD and VOD. VOD Video On Demand. Turbo Nick, yeah. We've talked about that before, I think. Um, It was a weird online time where the world hadn't figured out the internet and stuff yet. But it uh, premiered on that day. October 17th. Of 07? Yeah. Uh, It's so far away. Um, And then it didn't air on television until... Um, November 12th of that same year, uh, and it aired, this, it was released on DVD the, the following day, day. uh, with, yeah. including the patchy segment. So interesting to note that this is a patchy, 
like hosted episode, uh, I guess. But when it originally aired, they didn't air it with the patchy stuff. So it's weird because yeah. originally it was just the SpongeBob stuff, but then it came out on the DVD with the patchy stuff. So this would have been really weird if I were uh, still keeping up with SpongeBob at the time because if I were still buying the DVDs, I would have been super confused by all of that. You know, like why, why it wasn't like that on TV, but it has all this extra stuff on the DVD. It would have been really weird. People think you're crazy when you talk to them. Right. Everyone would have thought I was crazy, but I was really the smartest guy in town. It would be even crazier if you lived in Israel watching television and you just saw this episode air for the first time in August of this year, 2023. Yeah. That's, that's the most that's recent. There's another one that's 20. There's a few that are. Yeah, right. There's also uh, Kazakhstan. Oh, that's they the finally got thing. SpongeBob. Yep. They Bo- sent Borat to America and he brought SpongeBob years later. So, yeah, it starts with uh, what? It's like patchy in a traffic jam. But yeah. it's like it's really. Even when we were watching it, it was kind of like, uh, okay. Like, it's very much, not, like, uneventful and, like, not like a normal patchy sort of segment, you know, where there's all kinds of, like, set pieces and goofy things going on. But they do have them in a, uh, you know, a, a boatmobile, like, mock-up sort of thing. Right, it's really in. just like a prop boat. Right, it's like a prop, right, clearly, but... Um, you know, and he's wearing aviators and they got him, you know, it's like a green screenshot of him with like a freeway behind him. Um, and yeah, he's got a eight track in, but it, you know, it does the thing where it spits up all the tape. It's his vintage, uh, Frampton Frampton comes alive. Yeah. Eight track. Shout Uh, out to Peter Frampton. Yeah. Which that is a great album. Uh, for those who know, they they know that that's an all timer. But it's a very odd thing to find in SpongeBob. I feel like like a actual reference to something real, real music by name. Like not not just a reference, but like they they call it out by name. That's kind of interesting to me. Yeah, uh, pretty rare. Right and. Uh, yeah, he, like, talks to Potty on this phone. I thought it was interesting to see because it's like a shell made to make a flip phone look like a skeleton. I never really saw people accessorize their phone like that in the yeah, day. Yeah, it's like a paper mache phone case almost. Like, it, it's very, it looks like a craft, like yeah. something he made, you know. Uh, but it, it's still kind of cool looking, but yeah, it's, it's kind of odd, right? I wonder, I guess it's just cause like skull and crossbones, like, right. I was thinking it would make more sense if it was just like a seashell or something like that, you know? Right. First I thought it was a ghost, right? which wouldn't make total sense either, but about the same. Right. Um, before we get too far too, we should mention that, uh, this, you know, like you said, it aired differently because, uh. When it was first supposed to be made, it was only supposed to be an 11-minute episode, and Nick pushed for it to be a television movie, essentially. So a lot of this was added on after the fact and, you know, kind of slapped together. I'm sure they had a lot of 
other episodes they were working on at the time that they had to kind of put aside to do this. I'm sure they were very busy. Right. right. So, and that's the other thing too, is that, right. From the sound of it, it wasn't like a uh, passion project, you know, it was like a studio uh, driven project where the studio were the ones saying, Hey, we want you to make this instead of them just being like, Hey, we made this. Yeah. And honestly, we think it's good enough to be like a movie. Length. It, it feels like Nickelodeon was like, we want you to hit these key marks. If you're going to do an episode like this, you know, it's got to have five main characters. You know, they got to be themselves. You know, they're it cartoon. Does, it does go outside of, right, because, like, right, as we'll see, they're, they're like, none, nobody's at the Krusty Krab on a weekday. You know, there's, like, weird stuff like that that, I mean, I guess does happen in the show uh anyway yeah. but but it just is like right it's very like it doesn't care about itself uh because i feel like even in the old days if they did that they would do a joke about like who's watching the crusty crab and there'd be like a line of people like waiting with nobody there to take right. their order you know, or some shit like that you know like yeah and we'll call them out as it comes along but you know, this whole beginning no, is just... No, no, we won't. Okay, yeah, this is it. <laughs> um, you know, Patchy, like, even yells at this guy behind him. Uh, He's like, don't you know how to drive? I'm trying to talk to my parrot. He's like, no, I don't. Tuh. This fucking hurts. I don't fucking know how to drive. Yeah. Um, Potty, like, uh, drops his call. Or well, he loses signal. Yeah, I think. Yeah, right. It's like a lost signal thing. But Patchy is pretty upset. He's screaming to the heavens, and uh, but he thinks of he's something. A, yeah. He's gonna pull his anchor out from the road. The guy behind is like, "Da fuck!" Right. That's why he hasn't been moving. And, and then, then he starts. Scooting. Right. As it turns out, it's just that, and and he scoots out of frame, and then immediately is at a barren wasteland with nothing around. And he's like, ah, home sweet home. And then his eyes pop out of his head when he realizes it's a fucking wasteland. He somehow didn't see that before. And they pop out so hard that his aviators break. And you can see the broken remnants. I mean, it really, it looks like a regular pair of glasses, but with some things. There's some shards left. Yeah. On the one eye. Yeah. Um, uh, but he's sad cause Encino's gone and he's like, he can't understand it. Yeah. And, it's a, you know, they're supposed to be like, these are always kind of like campy and a little weird. It just, I don't know. The, the whole thing is just this big barren repeated like area with a little sky and that's it. I don't know. There's a lot of this. It's very low shot. effort. Yeah. It's very, uh tough to to just watch i don't know i felt like it was it's boring yeah it's it, it's pretty boring this and part. like it's just weird too because he just like screams as the fucking camera pans out and then he says something yeah he's like uh something about uh another place that got lost once um it's weird the oh i guess that's being as good that's what he says yeah Something about it's yeah. just it's just another, weird. An, this reminds Patchy of an old story, another story of a lost city. Why don't you check it out? It's like the lead up to it is just 
weird, you know. I don't know. I liked when it's like he's like, I'm gonna watch this SpongeBob thing I saw, or oh, that reminds me of this party, and here's what happened. But this is just like, you know, he's like, oh, while I'm in misery, watch this. I don't know. It just wasn't as. Uh, Exciting to start up for sure. It, it seems weird. Yeah, I guess talking, saying it out loud, it doesn't sound as weird as it is in real life because it, it like it works, I guess. But it is weird. It's but when you like, watch uh, it, I feel like something just. It, yeah, it, it seems like oh, we're starting the episode now. Okay, like it. It seems like in in incomplete. <laughs> Yeah, like it's a rushed sort of thing, and, and in general, that's the vibe of the patchy segments. Yeah. Um, so there, there's obviously going to be some more patchy, but now we get to the actual episode, the SpongeBob we, portion. It's like uh, the title card is Atlanta Square Panis, like as a big rock, or as like a bunch of rocks with like a cool little tie-dye looking background yep nice yeah great. and then we yep. get our credits for the episode portion right uh storyboard directors were casey alexander and zeus servas it was written by them two along with stephen banks and danny michaeli creative director was the big baller himself vincent waller animation director was uh do we have one for him? Uh, boom, boom. It's boom, boom. Andrew Overtoom. Boom, boom. Andrew Overtoom. Boom, boom. Yeah, like that uh, Colt Cabana. chicken that you thought existed. It's, bang, bang. You thought it was bang, bang chicken? I've heard di- dynamite chicken, maybe? Or dynamite shrimp? Something like Probably that. Probably bang, bang dynamite shrimp. Bang, bang dynamite. Uh, supervising producer... Was the one and only Ribbit Master himself. He inhibits ribbits in among crickets. Crickets. <laughs> uh, when you get a drink of him, you might just want to sip it because it's the big boy, Paul Tibbet. Paul Gasol Tibbet. Yeah, you know, if he, his. If he had U's instead of I's, it'd be Tub Butt, and that's kind of a tub cool butt. name. Yeah. That'd be, like, a funny thing. Hey, watch where you're going, Tub Butt. You know? And they're like, hey, don't talk to him like that. And he's like, that's my name. I'm Frank Tub Butt. Yeah, my <laughs> nice ass to meet you. happens to look like a tub as well. <laughs> right, right. Um, but that's not the final credit. My name's Paul Tub Butt. Oh, no, it sure isn't. It's a... Uh, Special guest voice. It's uh, David Bowie. <gasps> Never heard rock of Rock and roll's own. Um, he plays Lord Royal Highness. That's a fucked up name. Yeah, right? Apparently, uh, Lord Royal Highness, the part was made before they got David Bowie to do it, so they didn't like give it a better name or anything. They fucked. Who? The people. They fucked up. Uh, oh, they fucked, fucked up. up. Oh, they. I thought they were just fucking. They fucked. David Bowie and Lord Royal Highness. Yeah. He fucked the cartoon character. 
Yeah, of course. Yeah, because that makes any kind of sense. But we open up to the SpongeBob portion with a bubble. I just wanted to say, too, I didn't didn't remember much about this episode before. I remembered commercials and stuff, but I definitely didn't remember David Bowie was in it. And I guess we could have guessed, but I definitely didn't guess before that it was a musical. Um, But... Yeah, we open up with the bubble, and of course, who's blowing it? It's this double-blowing bubble baby himself. Bubble-blowing double baby. Yep. Uh, he blows a crown-shaped yeah, bubble. a nice crown. It's so pretty. The boys are sitting in jellyfish fields with no jellyfish around, but they're blowing, blowing bubbles, bubbles as Patrick tries to take a picture of it with his old-school clam Polaroid camera yeah i like that the clam is like uh the flash yeah the like shield of the flash it's a nice touch yeah and um yeah the boys are uh happily doing that but they're trying to take pictures of the bubbles but we know to every time patrick takes the picture the bubble pops just in time and every picture is of just a popped it's funny because he's like, wow, that's a great specimen. Like, he's really trying to be in the moment, but then he's like, oh, shit, I'm supposed to take the picture. Oh, shit tits. And so then it, he does, and it's bullshit. Yeah, they're like, uh, is it ready for the scrapbook? And uh, Patrick does the little, you know, for those of you who don't know Polaroid pictures, you know, it come right out of the camera. He's shaking it like shake, a Polaroid shake, picture. Shake it. To make it, uh, shake it. Oh, show up oh. faster. Although some people said that would ruin the picture. I don't know. I feel like it's all dumb. bullshit. Yeah. Everything is bullshit in life. Yeah. Um, I used to have those disposable cameras and you used to be able to like turn the flash on, get ready like you're going to take a picture and then smack it on your hand and it would just flash people. The fuck? You never did that? I don't know what you're talking about. Disposable camera? It's like one that you'd buy and throw away. You could just smack it? Yeah, you smack the bottom of it and the flash goes off. Six, I remember my sixth grade graduation. We just ran around doing that because they gave us all disposable cameras and we were like just flashing each other. Wow. And flashing your wangs. Yeah. How did you know about uh, Rick Wang? Rick Wang. Who I went to school with. Anyways, uh, yeah, like you said, he shows him the one. He's like, oh, they never come out right. Yeah, it's fucking horse shit. There's There's a pile pile. of horse shit. An entire pyramid of bad pictures. Right, so they've been doing the Professor Oak Pokemon Snap, right? Yep. That's that's why I did it, apparently. You were close. Welcome back. Um, So he's like, all right, all right. I'm going to do a big one this time. And he does SpongeBob. His best yet. Right, it even talks and waves its arm. Right, it has a voice. It was probably sentient, and now it just fucking demolished. Right, because there are sentient bubbles in this universe. Yeah. Uh, But Patrick is so mad that he can't get a photo of the bubbles. It must be the camera's fault for <laughs> yeah. not being fast enough. So Busted camera. He throws it on the ground and starts stomping it to pieces. And SpongeBob's like, calm down. It's not the camera. It's just the fragile life that is bubbles. It's their nature. Yeah, the uh, nature of a bubble. To be like an appendix and burst. (laughs) Yeah, and he blows a bubble that's... A microphone. Is that what it's supposed to be? Yeah, because he grabs it and starts singing. 
Uh, I actually did. We're I like singing. the look of this. Um, where you know the sky goes orange and yellow and the for, bubbles in the for back. one second and then changes back. I mean, the the bubble goes down. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I like it. Pops and changes. It back. is good. I'm the guy who always points out sky gradients, so I know. I noticed oh, okay. it right away, Buster. Yeah. Um. So I don't know how in depth we want to go in with these words. Not a, I, not at all. Yeah, I don't really know the songs that well. Yeah, this never like heard them before. Time. This is a first time watch for me. I, I don't think I ever saw this. I kind of like that it was a musical because SpongeBob does tend to have good songs. But when it's this sort of thing, when they're like, f- they did it to make it long enough for to please the Nickelodeon gods. That means the songs aren't going to be as good as, like, ones that were just passionately part of the story, such as, you know, uh, It's Just a Greasy Spoon Without You, one of, of my course. favorites. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say all of these are pretty un, like, knowable. The- I, not unknowable, but just they didn't really have an impact on me where I was like, I'm going to remember that or get it stuck in my head. It's just like... And it's not that they're bad okay. either. It's just like, they're just there. Like, they're good and they ha- they even have their moments, but it's like a just a generic musical sounding song, you know? Um, yeah. N- none of the songs have much to set them apart, I don't think. Other yeah. than their visual elements do tend to be pretty cool. And there's one especially that's very cool um, that we'll get to. Um, but, yeah, so they're in jellyfish fields, and there's bubbles everywhere. And I guess, yeah, we'll probably play most of these songs. Um, yeah, and there's all sorts of little scenes. It's just bubbles. They pop. It's, there's some Christmas stuff. SpongeBob has a beard souffle. and a hat, a cheese souffle. Yeah. yeah. Um, Basically, the song is about... Just how bubbles are blown and then they're dead, you know? Allow me to demonstrate. The sun must set at the end of every day. And the curtain must fall at the end of every play. And every little bubble ever blown must someday pop. Like presents on Christmas Day, it doesn't seem to stay. Or a cheese souffle, it doesn't last all day. I will try again to blow a bubble. He ends, like, holding the bubble wand in the air, and that's when he decides he's going to start going for it. He's going to try to make a bubble that will last longer than any bubble ever, and he's doing it so masterfully that uh, he has his eyes closed and he's really focusing, but he ends up blowing a bubble that's bigger than both of them, and they start riding away inside of it. Unbeknownst Indeed. to SpongeBob. Yeah, right. SpongeBob's unaware, which we've seen a similar thing happen in SpongeBob before with uh, Squidward, where he is floating away in a bubble. Yeah. Unbeknownst to the boys. 
Or unbeknownst to him, but the boys know. Yeah. Um, that's like, I think that's the second episode ever of SpongeBob. Yeah, it's uh, the one with the fork and the... No, no, it's not that not one. It's, naughty uh, nautical neighbors? I don't think so. No, it's because he's like trying to... It's, it's, bu- one... or it's Bubble Stand, right? I guess it's Bubble Stand, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it must be. That's right. Um, so anyways, uh, yeah, they keep going, and Patrick's like, well, you know, I hope it pops when we get closer to the ground, and SpongeBob's like, oh, shit. They start screaming, pounding on the bubble. It takes them right into a cave, um, and then they end up going to the back of the cave, and it pops on this shiny thing sticking out of the... Yeah, sharp, golden out of the ground. doohickey. Yeah, uh, they like, immediately notice it, uh, and we can see it says Antis on it, A-N-T-I-S. And they waste, like, no time moving this along, where he just comes up to it, and he's like, oh, Antis, what do you think that means? Like, there's no, like, joke there, really. Other he's than, like, he's other like than, yeah. square pantis. It right. must be an ancient family heirloom of yours. That's what Patrick says. He kind of like blows the SpongeBob, the like, the title gag like right away. I guess you know they really rush into it, right? Uh, Where it's just like, and it's just something. It's weird. I don't know. I I thought it was weird the way they just like uh, they just say it and they get into it, and it's not even really a joke. It's just Patrick being stupid, basically. So he's basically like, uh, "This is yours." You deserve it. He, like, shoves it into him. Into it's a, his body, right. It's a broken piece. You know, it looks it's like, like Pac-Man, but with two sets of lines. It's a jagged It's a jagged piece edge. of metal. Like, where the party at, right? Yeah, where the party at. Jagged Edge and Ellie? Yeah, we, you know we, that. we had that song in an episode of this. Hell yeah, Because you did. made reference to it once, and I put it in there. You're welcome. Um, so, yeah, it's, like, stuck in his body now. He's like, uh, maybe we should take it to the museum. And then here's the museum. It's a giant ship. Um, classic crabs uh, story here. Classic but- crabs hanging out in front of a museum doing nothing. Right around this time, I was like, "What? what's going on in the Krusty Krab? Like, right. he's not here, especially because we find out what day it is here. Right. Yeah. This is what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Uh, he tells... Security guard goes by. He's just like, yep, I'm just sitting here doing nothing. Then he pulls something out of his pocket. A little doohickey. And it, it's like a big inflatable stand that you can sell things out of. He puts an admission sign on top of it and puts a hat on his eyes. And first person to walk up of course is an old lady and the sign says free on tuesday but it's three dollars every other day and the lady's like oh isn't it free 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 day tuesday or whatever the fuck and he's like oh no no it's monday you are old as hell he's like otherwise Otherwise, why would i wear this shirt that says i hate mondays and underneath his work shirt it's a i hate mondays shirt with a little angry face and also She's he, like, oh, that makes sense to me. She doesn't even question it and yeah. gives him his $3. He does have a little, uh, like, security hat on. It looks kind of like the hall monitor type hat. Yeah, it does look like the hall monitor hat. But, yeah. 
On his eyes, yeah. And there it is, three and bucks. now he's got three bucks. He counts it, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm so fucking smart. Hell, yeah. But then he sees the boys <laughs> coming up, and this was funny, the way they run up. Patrick is holding SpongeBob's legs and, like, wheelbarrowing him because the coin, the amulet thing, is shoved into SpongeBob's body. But, of so course, it, it doesn't spin. It just it doesn't grinds spin, along the... But it, the same. It doesn't spin, but it still does sort of act as a wheel in yeah. the wheelbarrow situation. It's I just, just love... very goofy the way they're both like laughing as they like come yeah. up. Like it's this big fun thing. I love that they're having a good time. Right. And they even go up the stairs. Yeah, yeah. They go up the stairs and they do they like make the noise like uh 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 like real fast. <laughs> like I, I really like yeah. that a lot. Crabs like ducks down so they don't see him doing a scam. Right, and just then he notices the old woman talking to the cop the and points actual at him. Security guy, yeah, yeah. And Crabs just throws his shit on the ground. This inflatable stand falls over, but he escapes into the museum. And um, then immediately it pans to uh, a beautiful rendition he- of. Uh, Neptune, King Neptune, but yeah. it looks like he's seen some shit. You know, his it's eyes a are like completely King circled. Neptune, yeah, it's called Neptune's Ascension. Neptune's scuff. Apparently, it's the only painting that survived uh, the lost city of Atlantis. And Squidward is s- standing in front of it at an easel. He's basically going to use it as like inspiration. Inspiration, to paint. I guess. Yeah. Um, and I would just say by his first lines. Doesn't do a great job of trying to capture that. It's like he he draws three red lines first, right? Well, yeah, he's he a dog, two. He's a dog shit painter. But just as he does his second line, the boys crash into him, and it's a big pile of boys. Yeah, as of course he talks about how great it is to be here away from SpongeBob. Uh, but now it's like okay, so it's Tuesday. The three boys are at the museum. The crab is just closed. Why would the Krusty Krab just be closed on a Tuesday? It is weird. All of them are there, right? So unless there is, right. And I think we actually have theorized this before. If there's, like, another crew that works on certain days that we just never see because they're all off on that day. We know there is a night crew. I know there's a night crew episode. We learn that eventually, right, right. But still, I like to think that. Maybe there is one day a week that they all three happen to be off, and there's some other people that work there that day. And Tuesday's that day, maybe. But I feel like there's no way. I'm sure there are They're just are other... closed every Tuesday. I'm sure that's not true. We know right. they're closed on Sundays. It just uh, it helps with Crabs's uh, get-rich-slowly scheme, and it... You know, they got to get them all in the same spot. Like I said, they're bringing the band together. It's a movie Nickelodeon wants. So they're like, everybody's got to be in this. Right. The whole gang. Um, Squidward sees the coin in SpongeBob and is like, what the fuck are you doing? Why do you have that? You stole it. Clearly. He like pulls it out of it because he knows what it is. He knows that this is something that is on display in the museum. Yeah. He's like, hey, what the fuck are you doing with that? It's a uh, little bitch boy. What is it like? uh, The amulet of Atlantis, of course. Right, of Um, of course. And he's like, "That's a new low, even for you two, you know." But luckily, I was here because uh, you could end up in the stony lonesome. 
Oh, which is yeah. a name for prison, of course. Beautiful. Um, but as he does, he goes to put it back, and he looks, oh, shit, it's there. So this is the missing piece. Um, and he, yeah. he freaks out. He's over like, it. oh, fuck. This is crazy. Um, they say something about an omelet. Yeah, um, he's like, this is the the other piece to the Atlantean amulet. And they say something oh, about... Oh, what's an Atlantean omelet? Right. And Because um, yeah. he thinks he says omelet. Squidward says it's the key to untold riches, where Mr. Krabs hears that and says... Did you say untold riches? Yeah, and he, he goes, pushes the boys over. He goes, yes, Eugene. The streets are lined with gold, and the street lamps are made with diamonds, and that makes crab po- crabs ponder what could their money be made out of if their street lamps right. are made out of fucking diamonds. And look at this face of Squidward, just with the, the eyelids closed. That's in. a really great it, this shot is, of both of them together. This would be like the thing you'd put on like a, a weed rolling tray. Uh, you know, yeah, him looking okay, all fucked up. Okay, I like it. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Krabs' eyes get real big, and um, yeah, that's that's what happens there. So now Squidward like tells them the story of it basically via this painting. Right. And how, it's uh, similar to our version of Atlantis on Earth. About how a city was great, super advanced technology. Yeah, and it shows on there uh, art, shell phone, uh false light bulb, teeth. wealth, yeah, false teeth, soup. Weaponry. Soup is one of the main inventions. Underpants. Yeah. They, All huge they did things, right. But of course, SpongeBob doesn't really care about that. He sees one thing in the bottom corner. What about this? Oh, well, that is the... Oldest living bubble. Correct. And he, and he's, like, amazed by it. And he's like, you idiot, it's a painting. Yeah, they it's think the it's like thing. a real bubble stuck to the wall somehow. But he's showing Patrick it and whatever and... They're like, oh, it's so beautiful, it's so amazing. And yeah, he's like, it's just a painting, you quarter wit. And then he's like, ha, ha, you know, because quarter is less, less than, than half. half. And nobody laughs. It's kind. I kind of like it. Um, yeah. But yeah, it wasn't too bad, I guess. Kind of stupid. Um, but he's like, uh, you know, the bubble's there, but uh, it pales in comparison to the arts. And Mr. Crab says... Money, you know, like, he wants to go for art, Krabs wants to go for money, they want to go for the bubble. And then Sandy, of course, and science, don't forget about science. You know, she's just there at the museum, too, and is like, hey, I'm here, too. You know, there's not a single employee of the of the museum uh, watching any of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, They're just like, oh, we're all here, Let's let's just unlock the fucking... Key to Atlantis and see what happens. Right, none of <laughs> in the them middle have, of this museum. None of them have ever been to this museum before. We we've never been there, but they're all here on this day randomly, not together. But, right, um, they all just happen to be there. But separately. yeah, uh, so yeah, they. Um, Sandy starts to talk about the uh, amulet of Atlantis and how it'll open the path to Atlantis and how that's. All great. So she wants to hitch them two doggies up. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh... The money ain't getting any younger, Mr. Squidward. Um, whoa, Sandy's not allowed to make that 
that oh, angle right there. That's not right. Yeah, right at nine thirty one. Don't don't just pause on nine thirty one. So yeah, this they, is what Nickelodeon uh, doesn't want you to see. Right, nine thirty one. Don't do it. Um, but yeah, so. And also, it's like, when is the last big thing Sandy was in here? I'm trying to think, you know, it just seems like everyone's kind of put in the same episode, but it's been a little while since we recorded, but I don't really remember her being like a big part in a while or anything good, at least. I, I mean, I couldn't say it's been too long at this point. Yeah, I definitely don't think I mean, we this said it. Was great. Yeah, we've definitely made mention of it. Oh, a flea in her more, dome. More yeah, that one was lame, though, kind of. No offense to Cheeks lovers. Um, anyway, Squidward goes ahead, hitches the two doggies together. And, of course, what happens? It shines. Everybody's squealing right. in excitement. And it summons the van. Yeah, via this giant, like, Kamehameha wave. So uh, yeah, turns and that's kind of a portal. cool effect. There's some kind of weird 3D effect on that um, wave, and then it's cool because when the van opens up, well, it's a it's a it's fish. A, it's a goofy looking van, right? It has like a fin on top and on the sides and in the back. It's well, definitely it's, meant to look it's like, like, like a fish as a bus with flames on it. Um, yeah, well, yeah, I was kind of more so just talking about, yeah, the color scheme and everything. It's oh, kinda, yeah. It's kind of odd. Black with red trim. Right. I and mean, I get what you're saying coin. in that it looks like a fish, but it doesn't look like a fish. You know what right. I mean? Right. It, like, it looks more like a, uh, like an old Volkswagen van turned into a fish. It has fish accessories on it, but it is a square, a rounded square of a van. Yeah. Um, um, and then it has this giant coin now that shoots into the front of it. Um, right. So the coin was just the uh, the front emblem of this van. Kind of acts as like a token to ride. As we see, Atlantis pops up once that is in there, like on the destination part above the windshield. Um, and the door opens up, and the little fin comes down. It's like a walkway. And then we go to our first commercial break. What if we just Correct. did half the Patreon here and then at the next? No, we'll, we'll wait. <laughs> we'll wait. We're still we're only ten minutes into this episode. That's thirty four minutes long. Right. Um, so there's this really cool shot of the interior of the van. That's like a point of view from sandy like a first person view this and it's is, a three-dimensional it's like a 3d rendered i was gonna area. say it has to be right because of the the perfect drawing and angles and everything it's yeah. definitely stylized though it's not like it's not bad it doesn't stick out as being really bad it it looks cool i think um obviously it's like nothing we've ever seen because it's supposed to be like futuristic so the seats are kind of like, they look like dolly clocks, right? Dolly like clocks. The way that they uh, melt over the seat, right? The cushion just kind of melts over it. Yeah, it's kind of still like that old 2000s view of what futuristic yeah. looked like. I don't know how to Totally, a bit Jimmy Neutron. Other than that. 
right? I wouldn't go that route. I'd say more like Xenon Warrior Princess. Ew. This not, is more reboot. Not Warrior Princess. Xenon Girl of the 21st Century or whatever. Xena? Z- no, Xenon. It's a okay. Disney Channel original movie. Someone knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I I remember it vaguely. Was not a huge Disney guy. Um, this little it shows. This little like uh, <laughs> this thing looks like those scooters they used to run your feet over with in gym class. Um, they kind like yeah. crawl on. It is kind of a weird design for it, this little robot on wheels. Yeah, and it just looks like it has like uh, one of those automatic like fabric sprays. You know, it does that just look shoots like out, that, yeah. right? But it's got a little speaker. Um, but it doesn't. And the where the spray comes out is actually a hologram yeah. projector. And it, there's a holographic "Will I Am." No, I'm just kidding. That was real life. Um, it's it's shiny. It's got the Atlantis logo, which is basically a big A with like rounded edges. Um, it looks kind of like I don't know. To me, it it screams like Eiffel Tower. Um, it looks like the Eiffel Tower, yeah. Right. I, I kept seeing it. I'm like, definitely get a little Eiffel Tower. Uh, yeah, but it's just an A with a circle around it, basically. Mm-hmm. It's nothing too crazy. But this little machine is probably saying things. And, yeah, uh, it's the sea ship Atlantis nonstop trip. Tells him basically chill and uh, and we'll go. And then Krabs instantly looks for, he's like, I'm going to look for loose change in the seats. Um, the right. boys sit down. They're excited. Now this is what luxury feels like. And Squidward wants a foot rub. He says what he wouldn't give for a foot rub. And just then some robot arms come out of the floor, secret trap door in the floor. Now this And part just like too, grip his Yeah, his they grip feet. his tentacles. It's like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle style like they just only have two fingers you know right he almost splits them in half yeah yeah um this one's weird too because the little trap door opening is also 3d but then the robot arms are 2d well the background is is all rendered this this whole time um and like with the shadow it's not like a live moving shadow so it's definitely a little like well, they, I, they, I not, mean, they haven't done this, to be really, top CGI. that I'm aware of. Yeah, yeah I, thought, I thought it was a cool look. You know, I like it's it. It's just not yeah. meant to be real-time. It's very stylized. Right. Um, right. Squidward uh, starts laughing, and he's liking the foot rub, but then uh, gets mad when the the bus speaker starts talking again and basically tells them that uh, they regret to inform them that they lack the fuel needed for forward motion. And you could tell by the way they said that. It's like, okay, they need fuel. It's obviously not going to be gas, I think, as an adult watching this. But what's the first thing they do? Push it to a gas station. Krabs just tries to jam the the nozzle into the bus anywhere. He's like, what the hell? Is this a joke? Right. What's next? It's not on the other side. He can't find it. Yeah, um, and and they didn't then, ask him before. They took they had to push it from right. the, out of the museum right. they to a gas station. Knows, Ten miles, maybe. Um, How many people I, saw them and weren't like, "Hey, could I hop in there?" They're like, "You're not a fucking main character guy." The robot could have just been like, "Hey, what are you guys doing? 
where why are we doing this? We don't right. need to go to the gas station. He waits till they, you know, already pull Get up there. and try to and put then he's gas like, in. Yeah, we find the use of fossil fuels to be counterintuitive. Wow, okay, cool. And it, the computer, Good for you, Atlanteans. Which we we should be too, no, right? No, Our for stupid sure. fucking boomer generation. It's um, it's just yeah, I mean it's but uh, he, it's the robot hilarious. itself, considers itself to be Atlantean. You know, it says, like, we Atlanteans. Um, well, right. He was made by Atlanteans. Right. But if we made a robot, if it said, like, I'm human, I'd be like, well, it's not, fuck it's you not are. calling itself a human. It's calling itself Right. Atlantean. I guess where it's from. So it'd be like, I'm Scottish. Right. I'm a Scottish I'm robot. I'm a Scottish robot. <laughs> 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 exactly. I am. I mixing the two can't even do. You not even going to try. You just can't, and you shouldn't try. So uh, he tells them that the engine. Oh, how bold of me to assume the gender of uh, this robot. They. Uh, oh gee whiz. <laughs> they say that uh, the vessel is fueled by. Could you guess it? Ramen. Oh, I wish that's me. <laughs> um. Song, of course. The more you oh. sing of your desires, the closer to Atlantis you will get. Let us commence singing. And Squidward's like, does that even make sense? Uh, so Squidward, or SpongeBob, is, is game for singing any day. So he sings a song about singing and moving along to a land where all our dreams... And then he, like, stops... And the the ship stops and starts to go down, but then he starts again. He also like uh, he's it. It seems like he's just really talking at that point. He's like not really right. putting it all in. And then when it, once he continues actually singing, it's like much higher and and projected uh, and yeah. and much better quality. Well, and you have to sing about your dreams, about your desires. That's the thing. So then Mr. Crab starts to sing about a land where it rains money. More than you can spend with fives and tens and fifties, and I'll want to be your friend. Yeah, and he's like riding a magic carpet that's a dollar bill, and he catches money from the sky in umbrellas. And then Plankton has a verse, as right. we see Plankton's in the glove compartment. Uh-huh. He, Of course, he's got to be in the episode, too. Right. Um, he basically just says he wants to get their weapons yeah, the, the most advanced weapons. of all time. So he can fuck up the world. And they're all, and then Sandy, sin, while singing... And with like, her red cowboy hat that she brought on somewhere. Yeah. Um, she sings, did you all hear something? I can hear, like, like, referencing Plankton, you know? But, like, just keeping the song going. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty good. I kind of like that. Like, it's... Nice to to do that, to, like, reveal that someone else is there, and then it's like, oh, they all heard that, but they're all just singing, so it's like, whatever. Right. And she uh, she thinks of a city... It's clever enough. She thinks me. of a city where smarts are more important than being pretty, um, and she, like... But then, just then, she clones herself, or yeah, she's splits like, herself in two. She's in a lab. Uh, like, she jumps scenes into this lab, um, where her cowboy hat turns into a graduation cap. Um, yeah, pours this liquid all over, and then there's two Sandys, one of which has a gigantic forehead, and, like, a 
scraggly tail, and then the other one looks, you know, just much different. Like the eyes are both of these separated. designs are odd. Like it doesn't feel like two halves of Sandy. It feels right. like two unique mutated sandies and this one has like, like big blonde hair like yeah Sandy the blonde hair is kind of weird and like just See her like thick. shape of her body and everything is different yeah like her yeah. head shape is different everything's a little different it's kind of cool though how you know to separate the teeth there's like one line on top on one oh. and the other one has a line on the bottom wow that is cool it looks so different um, yeah. They sing together. They're both voiced by Sandy. Yeah. Um, and they say one of my favorite lines of the episode was, I bet we can figure out how to make wondrous things like melons with edible rind. as, rinds. As they bite into watermelons that fill up the screen and create a cool transition. Of, Juicy watermelon transition. Of course. They put the watermelon inside the watermelon. And now here's uh, Squidward. He's playing a piano, and he's basically talking about how, you know, he sees the world differently in a special way because he's an artist, and, you know, he's going to be the one who really appreciates all of the art. And there's, like, stone or marble columns and grapevines and stuff behind him. Um, Yep. Yeah, he's the art boy. And then Patrick is like, I'm Patrick, I'm Patrick, I'm Patrick. And uh, he doesn't know what to sing or really how to sing. So he doesn't know what he likes. And uh, the robot's like, you have run out of song fuel. Yeah, it starts going down instantly. Yeah, and fast. But then they look outside and they're like, hey, Atlantis, pretty. Yeah, they're screaming. And then they all go back to screaming. Yeah. And then... So they just kind of decide that they're going to crash. They Like, nobody decides to pick up the song. Yeah. Uh, but they crash into Atlantis. It's a pretty... I mean, they go through, like, a wall and knock some trees down, but it's a pretty safe landing. But it's despite, a really cool animation, though, too. It's pretty it nice. Yeah, it spins in. around and stuff. Yeah. Comes to a stop, uh, grinds to a halt. And right, so you can even see, like, the background looks so weird, like, up uh-huh. against the drawn background. Um, but yeah, they're like, oh, wow, you f- fucking idiots already fucked this whole place up, and we just got here. Great. Um, now that's what can, Squidward says. Yeah, it, verbatim. Right. <laughs> and, uh, um, there's basically these, like, giant mountains on one side that have these, like, Curling lines. I don't know. What would you say? It looks like as. I mean, I wouldn't call it. I wouldn't call it a mountain so much as. Well, they're jagged. It's a. It's a building for sure. No, on the left, the thing on the left. Oh, on the left. Yeah, I'm trying to describe that first. It has like I don't know. It looks. It looks kind of like I don't know. I think Mayan Aztec pattern on it. Um, But yeah, what they're actually walking into is this gigantic ramp. It's got to have thousand stairs easily um it's like keith herring pattern it looks kind of like a snail from this angle it's uh it's definitely not any kind of building we would have it's got these giant like it's like some star wars shit or some like uh venture brothers shit it's got these shiny red uh like bulbs orbs on the side um so they're about to go up the stairs, but there's a thing. Ring for the king. SpongeBob gives it a ring, 
All these horns There's come some out. There's fanfare. Uh, a red carpet shoots out and down these stairs and uh, rolls right by their feet. and Over uh, SpongeBob's toes, even. Some little robots come out to throw... Rose petals or, or rose whatever, petals, yeah. And uh, there's the king, and he's fucking weird looking uh, immediately, but he uh, he trips, instantly yeah. trips and falls all the way down this long staircase, uh, really fucking himself up. But he's fine. He jolts up and he says, oh, 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 "Hi, oh, motherfuckers." Allow me to introduce myself. I am the Lord Royal Highness, but my friends call me LRH. My friends call me SpongeBob. And this is David Bowie, which we already said he wasn't chosen for this part until like late in the show. They were like, fuck, we could get Bowie this Which whole is time? why he doesn't sing in this, despite it being a musical, because they didn't write a song for this character. Yeah. So it's kind of a fucked up thing. Yeah, they're like, we get David Bowie, but we can't get him to sing. Right, right. Um, so he, man, how do we even start describing this? His body is like, his body and head shape is kind of like a big bean, right? It's he's, a, it's a really fucking weird design. He's got a glass like head, basically outside with a, of his with face. a visible brain inside. Yeah, yeah, visible brain. Got a crown on top. He's got orange hair coming out the bottoms of it. Um, what, blue skin? Yeah. Like, with uh, one blue eye, one red eye. He's got eyelashes. Big oh, red Oh, it looks lips. red to you? Oh, it's green? Yeah. Okay, I can see it now. Okay. Um, he's got big red lips with these two weird pink, like, spots on them. I don't really understand the, the point it's of like, that. It's uh, like, they're like chapped, like from his teeth. It's like where his teeth sit. I don't know. I just, even when he, like, moves his mouth tinier it they're still there i don't know it's kind of weird know. i don't he's know. got a big I old fucking long nose bigger than any character we know it looks like a mosquito size you know it's skinny yeah longer and skinnier than squidward's basically in a bodysuit that only shows the face um and right. under the body like he's got that atlantis coin um, it looks just like what was on the bus. Right, it's like a belt buckle, sort of. That's, like, where it's placed. Yeah. Um, got, like, these green stripes that thong. come up. and Yeah, it looks thong-shaped, but it's just, like, part of the Thong-ish. costume. And then he's got pink gloves and then some pink boots. It's a it's real goofy-looking design, for sure. But he, uh, you know, SpongeBob introduces himself, and then LRH is like, yeah... That's cool. Uh, I'll show you the oldest living bubble because that's what you're here for. And then Mr. Krabs is like, oh, the street's not fucking gold. I thought it was going to be gold. And It's like, oh, yeah, you want like, treasures? You want oh, gold? he has a tail, too. It's got a weird tail thing. Weird little, like, stubby, pointy tail. Yeah. Not pointy, but, like, it's uh, erect Yeah, is what I mean. And he's like, I like money. And the guy's like, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> and he's like, I'll show you where the money is at, but not right yet. Also, uh, he has a scepter, which has a big old A on it. It's like a spear with an A on it's it. It's all A's. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, LRH is super welcoming and nice, and he doesn't give a shit that Krabs is greedy and just wants money. Or that they fucked up the bus and crashed Doesn't into the care place. about any of it, right. But now, Plankton, we go to Plankton inside the glove box, and he's like, ah, oh, finally, they're gone. 
Um, but he tries to get out and he can't get out. <laughs> yeah, he like, runs like hands first. And then he hits his hands hit the side, but and his body keeps going and his hands just rip off. Yeah, and his then they're ar- back. Arms rip off. Yeah, full right. His whole arms. whole arms. Um, but he finds flashlight. the owner's manual in this glove and box. a flashlight. The flashlight doesn't. That's why matter. he didn't see it. Uh, so they start. To, he starts to read it and looks like he finds a way out. I like the "you are here." It's like you are here in the front of the ship, right? Or you're in this. Thing. You're inside the glove box. Yeah. Here's how you get out. You just go, and it goes to the muffler for some reason. Right. You can get into the engine from here. So he does. He comes out the tailpipe. Um, and that's it. Here. It just shows him getting out. That was all that little part was to show. Yeah. Was to show him getting out. He's of loose. The, yeah. Thing. The juice is loose. It, that just felt weird to me. It felt like there was not, you know. Where's the pizzazz? Yeah, like they were like, oh, we we need to show something out. Like we need more time. Like, oh, how does Plankton get out of there? You know, that's it. Just like that. Right. Yeah, People yeah. had to know. So there it is. I um, do like this shot where the characters are really small and they're in this big grand hall. And it's huge. The floor is like reflective and uh, I don't know. It looks like it's made out of like salt or something. Yeah. The uh, the general aesthetic of it reminds me of Frieza's spaceship, the inside of it. Oh, I think it's mostly the like blue the bone. glass looking stuff and then the color scheme of like the purple and white uh, purple white where where's purple that's not purple on the walls yeah it's like dark blue have you ever been alone in a crowded room um yeah dark I'm blue here with dark you. blue um he's yeah. like yeah this is where we keep the weapons but we don't need weapons because we decided so we fucking, ain't doing that shit. We're so, so peaceful and good. Why do we need weapons for? But we have to keep them locked up behind lock and key. Yeah, this thing that would require a gigantic key to get in there. Um, and yeah, it's like uh, David Bowie's performance isn't, you know, it's not like groundbreaking. It, it doesn't sound bad, though, honestly. I mean, it's cool, and it's nice to have a different voice in there, but it is like... It's just kind of, he's just doing a, a voice. Like, yeah. I don't know. By that, I mean, like, he's not uh, he's not doing anything wacky with his voice, necessarily. I just mean, like, he he's just kind of there. And you that's kind of it. You know, uh, I, th- I think I talked to you a little bit that I'm watching Scott Pilgrim, uh, the new anime that's out now. Yeah. Uh, I was realizing when I watched, like, the third or fourth episode yesterday, um, the person who voices uh, the drummer, um, what's her name? Kim. uh, You know, she's Anne from uh, Arrested Development. Anne? Her? Oh, she, she voices Kim? Cause she does, or she plays a character. No, no, no. Okay, never mind. It's not her. Sorry, she is. She's in that movie, but she's one of the exes. I got it mixed up. I don't know. I was thinking. Yeah, that's the the girl who plays Kim. I don't remember her from anything else, but her main thing in the movie was like her facial expressions. And now that they're like, we got everybody in here, it's like I feel like her. She sounds like so 
just monotone and like there's not any feeling behind it. I'm just reading lines. And I was like that, you know, I like get that you have to get everyone back, but she doesn't sound like she's meant for voice acting. David Bowie did not give me that kind of performance. I was like, took me even a little bit to remember, like, this isn't a professional uh, voice actor, at least. He's a professional Uh, something. Yeah, he's pretty, I'd say he knows how to record stuff, though, you know? For sure. How to perform. Yeah, he does a good job for being in a cartoon, I would say. It Um, didn't throw me off. It is cool that he's here, because I never knew that he did an episode of SpongeBob, but it's such a fucking weird character. It's just like... And it's also just this, I don't know, Atlanta Square Panis, uh, I don't know. I could take it or leave it. (laughs) Yeah, um, as a whole. But we have a lot more to cover, so let's get to it. Um, Yeah, so so of course... uh, Mr. Krabs is like, oh, Harmony Schmarmony. Right, when he talks about why they don't use weapons. Right, right. And... um, He's like, let's get to the fucking cash. Yeah, when do we get to see the money? He's like, oh, sure. And uh, they go over, Plankton's there, and he's like, they have a whole room of weaponry, and it's unguarded? No no wonder they got lost. And uh, he's determined to get in there. He just squeezes right underneath the door. Squeezes right under, because he's just a little guy, and um, he's ready to kill, basically. He's got a devilish grin and a loud... Um, like a fleet of tanks and planes, missiles, grenades, greens, beans, tomatoes, tomato, potatoes. You name it. Lambs, rams. But he's got a gigantic shadow, and he's got a loud, like, laugh. Um, and that's kind of yeah. how it closes. Big shadow, little guy, big shadow. But it go, we go back to Patchy in the fucking barren desert. Just it, sitting in a boat. Just looking around. Dick. Still doesn't see anything. Still can't find Encino. Still right. lost. He's just like looking around as if it's like he'll see it if he just keeps looking without moving. But he fixed the radio. Yeah, at least he fixed that. And it starts playing and then it sparks and starts on fire. Um, and and uh, that's it. Yeah, I think that takes us to the He just is like, well, right. enjoy the rest of the show. Like, it's weird. The patchy stuff just feels very, like, he doesn't even fucking care about it. You know? Like, that's, like, the vibe. Yeah. And uh, that's what takes us to the middle of the show, which means that it's time to shout out some of our favorite people and also remind you guys of a service that we provide for monetary exchange. Why don't you tell them about it? Indeed. That service is... Patreon.com slash striped sweater. The service is us do, giving you this beautiful podcast for your ear holes uh, once every few months on average, but, but hopefully depends. better. It fluctuates. Sometimes um, we do better, and hopefully we can do better. And you know what would help? A little bit of. Uh, Moolah. Moolah. A little bit of uh, wampum, if you know what I'm saying. A little bit of uh, cheddar. Dinero. Uh, Yeah. Um, And you can give us dinero monthly. uh, And you get some great stuff in return. If you want to give us just $1 a month, you get the awesome title of Honorary Town Rookie, as well as access to a bustling Discord channel uh, that is only available to patrons. Uh, 
And for an added couple dollars, for three whole dollars a month, you can become a goofy goober, as we call it. And you get all the benefits of an honorary town rookie with the added bonus of a personal shout out on every episode of our show. We do it right here in the midway point of the podcast. So I'm going to throw it over to Zach and he's going to shout out our goofy goobers. We've got the greatest blunder without a doubt. It's Jordan Lang, the most prized possession of all Atlantis Ians. It's Jacob Borth. Uh, never mind, just keep doing what you're doing. It's Alyssa Ulrich and comb flavored Nevin Alexis. That's right, comb flavored. Hell yeah, for all the right reasons. And we appreciate them. Uh, you could also get this shout out if you go on to patreon.com slash striped sweater and give us some fucking money, bitches. <laughs> Hell yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> and, and then we won't call you bitches. Yeah, right. This is for everyone who doesn't pay. Y'all are bitches. Right. But we still love you. Exactly. We love the bitches. Gators bitches. Gators always bitches always ride. Um, yeah. So... That's a thing that we have, and that's a thing you can do. And now here's another thing that we do. Back to the episode. Um, we get a nice exterior shot of the town. We see them walking along this uh, road, and there's all these buildings. We're to assume this is what they live in, I guess. Yeah, they're kind of, they kind of look like Frieza's ship. Yeah, <laughs> but like stacked into one, like a pole, kind of. Yeah, like it, it kind of a, yeah, yeah, like. Uh, if you don't know anything about Dragon Ball Z and Frieza's ship, you'll have no idea what this looks like. Like a, kind of like a typical UFO depiction but it's on a pole, and there's multiple of them on each pole. Yeah, and there's like a strip of red and yellow rings around it. Um, so at this point, too, I was starting when we were watching it to, you know, I've seen, like, I feel like I might have seen this once. I didn't really remember. Some things, I think, I just had an intuition from how cartoons go and SpongeBob that I knew what the things were that were going to happen, but at this point, it's like, okay, so he's talked about all this stuff, but really he hasn't shown them anything that they've wanted yet. The only thing we know is that Crabs uh, hasn't, or that the ground isn't made of gold, right? Which is Crabs' thing. We right. haven't seen the bubble, haven't seen the science, haven't seen uh, the art. So is it a scam? And we haven't seen that the lampposts were made out of diamond either. Right. It's definitely <laughs> not raining money. Right, but you know, but he's leading it's still them on a definitely tour. Definitely pretty fancy, though. But yeah, Mr. Krabs feels like he's being scammed, but of course he does because he's a scammer himself. Yeah, he's like, "You promised me all this shit, Squidward. What the hell?" He's like, "Let's un <coughs> unscrew one of these light bulbs right now to see if it's fucking." It better be a six hundred carat diamond, or else. 
And he's, or I'm going to blow your fucking head off. <laughs> he's like standing on Squidward's neck and head. It's, yeah, yeah, that's great. Not even like on his shoulders, like neck and head. Yeah. Um, and uh, he uh, grabs the light bulb out. It's just a light bulb. It crashes on the ground. Um, Krabs falls on Squidward. And then, you know, he's like, oh, you know, trying to kind of get, you know, he was just just fell, so he's trying to, like, get his bearings. Then he jumps up, and his eyes have hypnotic swirls in them. Uh, his eyes start, like, wiggling. His nose moves. Um, he smells something, and he'll know that stench anywhere. For here, I was like, plankton, maybe? He knows plankton's here, but that's right. not it. Right. His pockets uh, grow mouths and start, like, salivating. salivating and, and growling. Yeah, and biting. And he's like, I know what that is. That's and then yeah, it like the, and then it's like Mr. Krabs is it's like he's being pulled by a dog, but the dog is his pants. Yeah, uh, those are his houndstooth pants. Um, and uh, basically, they drag him into the Hall of Treasures, and LRH mentions that uh, his pockets certainly have a nose for treasure. Um, there's like a lot of paintings, but it's not like. You know, it's not like their best art paintings. It's just meant to be, like, antique, but in probably valuable stuff. There's, like, a throne, um, piles and piles of gold, uh, chalice with rubies and diamonds in it. There's a horse statue in marble, a couple treasure chests, and his pockets are just eating these diamonds and gold. Yeah, like like it's kibble or something. They're just going crazy, eating it up. And it's a big ass room full of shit. And the guy's like, yeah, you know, uh, this is just like a glimpse of uh, Atlantean history. And we abandoned our obsession with wealth so we could pursue knowledge. So help yourselves as much as you can carry. Right. So this whole thing is kind of Willy Wonka-esque where he's like, here's a tour. And someone's like, oh, there's one thing I really like. I'm going to stay here. So a little bit, you know, I was thinking... Oh, he's like, here's all this gold. Don't take it. But he's like, have as much as you want. You know, this is actually really exactly what Mr. Krabs wanted. And I guess it is pretty Willy Wonka-ish. Down to him falling down the stairs and the red carpet mm-hmm. before him and all of that. Yep, except nobody got kicked out at the beginning. Right. Um, and uh, Krabs does a song. It It kind of, like, the way he just sings it and everything reminded me of... If I could talk to money. But it it's reminded really, me of that, too. Yeah. It's really not about that. He's like, if I would have known this when I woke up, I would yeah, have got extra I a, pockets. I would have stopped by the tailor and gotten yeah. extra pockets sewed into my pants. This is actually funny. I thought this was funny. So help yourself to as much as your pockets can carry. As much as me pockets can carry? Oh, if I'd only known when I woke up today. I they stopped at me tailors along the way. And had ten more pockets put on me pants. Cause I think I hear a money avalanche. Look at all this cash. Hey, look at all this money. I hope me heart can take it. Where? I'm all right, sonny. Industrial accidents can make quite a mess. Unless you fall into a money press. Oh, make me into money, Mr. Wonderful Machine. I always knew that me true color was green. Oh, 
ever since I was a little kid. I dreamed of such a place. Yes, I did. With mountains of money and rivers of cash. And a pool of coins to make a splash. Oh, I'll open up a crusty crowd with pennies made of money. They'd be delicious and expensive and taste like golden honey. Money and gold and treasure untold. And I'll live it for me. This is a very funny thing for him to sing about. Yeah. Not the fact that he's getting to have as much money as he can carry, but that... If only he had more pockets, this would be the best day ever. So it is like an interesting sort of whatever about crabs, because even when he's given this opportunity, it's still not good enough He'll for he... him, you know? Right. Yeah. He'll be upset about something tomorrow. Yeah. Like, oh, I should have got today. more money right. um, out of this. Can I go back and get more? Yeah. Like... Um, he'll even open up a crusty crab with patties made of money. Um, yeah, and then this is one of the the things where the animation gets weird and it's cool um, because he presses himself into money and then the entire environment becomes like how, how like American money looks uh, with the green yeah. and like the lined textures that you can like f- you can see what it would feel like if you felt money, right? I know what you're saying. Yeah, it has a texture that it look. you know, American money has a texture on it. I think like most do um, in other places too. But you can feel it and you can see those lines in him. Um, yeah, it, it is It is pretty cool looking. It's definitely uh, the art style is a little bit different overall. It's more, um, reminds me of like James and the Giant Peach yes. for some reason. Uh, I was going to say Angela Anaconda. <laughs> Uh, oh, I'd have to remember what that, what that is. is. Yeah. Ugh. I feel like I had to have brought it up at some point on this. Uh, Angela and Aconda. Oh, okay. I remember this show totally. Yeah, definitely like that. It's more um, bending shapes than you know hard lines of things moving. It's just the same thing, like being bent. Yeah, that's a that's a show that would be interesting to watch some someday. Be weird as hell. I remember it. I never like liked it back then. Like I would watch it because it was just fucking weird and it was on, yeah. you know. But I didn't like it back then. What was it on? I think it was like a like a PBS. Type I think thing? it was Nickelodeon. Okay. Or it might have been Cartoon Network. I'm not sure. But it was, it was one of the big I'm boys. I'm pretty sure it was one or the other. Yeah. Um, I think it was Nick, honestly. It was ahead of its time, I think. Um, uh, so, yeah, he's just singing the song, and then his daydream explodes and comes back. The animation style changes back to normal SpongeBob. And they're all like, holy shit, Mr. Krabs, you're out for hours. You know? <laughs> they're like, you want to come with us? And he's like, no, nah, I'm good. And he just stuffs his pockets and goes diving in there. Uh, Do you see this look on SpongeBob's face? Just looks extra stupid as they're walking. There's a sword in his pocket. Yeah. Um, Where? Right Right here. here. Oh, (laughs) I didn't see that. No, that's good. Yeah, right before Patrick pulls him. I don't know. What do you want to do today? Yeah. It's that kind of face. Uh Uh-huh. But Patrick pulls him aside. He's like, when are we going to see that bubble? He's like, calm down, Patrick. Uh, And the guy's like. He's like, don't dally. You don't want to be left behind. And. SpongeBob's like, no, let's go, Patrick. And then 
Sandy's like, you know, I was born with scientific curiosity, and I was wondering if I could get a peek at some of your achievements. And he's like, yeah, sure. And he pulls up his Xbox Live achievement tracker. Yeah, right. He's like, check it out. I got all the achievements in Call of Duty 4. Yeah, the King Kong 2006 uh, Xbox 360 release. Got all the achievements. It's like known as one of the easiest games to get all the achievements on. Oh, okay. Um, one of the early Achievement Hunter videos, I think. I see, I see. <clears throat> um, he presses this button, which is in the middle of an A, of course. Um, opens this room. Sandy's eyes, like, you know, her jaw drops and her eyes glaze over in At a all good the way. technological marvels before her. Yeah. Good still, golly. Still similar, you know. It doesn't look like anything we've ever seen. Uh, this thing kind of looks like, I don't know, like a little bug creature guy. You know, like See, with like that, two eyes and a mustache. That sort of looks, and, uh, yeah. Like it you is said something about, too. You said something about like Mayan sort of. Like that's kind of what that, it, it definitely has like some tribal element to it in, yeah. in its design. Um, and he shows her, look at this machine. You can put anything in it, like this comb, for instance, and right. it will turn it into ice cream. And uh, spits out some pink, pink ice, ice cream. cream. Uh, the boys want to try it, of course. Um, right. He gives them spoons. Because ice cream's delicious. Right? This is very Willy Wonka so far still. I didn't really realize how Willy Wonka it was. I noticed, like, the thing at the beginning with the carpet and him falling. Yeah. But other than that, I wasn't thinking about it. But it, there is a very Willy Wonka theme happening here. Yeah. Um, they taste it and mmm, comb flavored. Yeah. And it's like, what would that be? Just plastic? Uh, and she's like, what else can it turn stuff into? He's like, well, the uh, thing is, it only turns anything into ice cream. Yeah, we haven't <laughs> figured that much out yet. We figured out the ice cream part, but can't figure anything else out. Yep, they go to the next uh, big machine over here, and uh, it's got like reels, like an old movie projector and stuff like that. Um, what what is this thing? Yeah, it's recording data of some kind. Yeah, the, it's a grand machine that allows the user to be broken down to nano stature, enabling them to battle germs hand to hand. Okay, so I did think about Willy Wonka at this part again because he says, uh, "It's like a little video game button too. Like it looks like a controller, and he presses does. the button and goes." But it down. reminds me of that TV. T- Mike TV in Willy Wonka, where yeah. he gets like made into like a T, and he's like tiny, right? Yeah, right. Um, but they in here they just like disappear. Um, well, right, that happened though too. He disappeared, and then they're like, "See that?" And there's like particles in the air, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah. that's him." He's like broken down into little particles. Right. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. This little. Uh, so it is. That's so weird. I didn't notice. It's. They literally were like, what if it's just like Willy Wonka? Right, for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, this little, now SpongeBob's on the screen, and the background's very Krusty Krab training video to me. Yes. The, like, blue uh, little gradient. Um, so he basically explains that uh, SpongeBob is uh, passing through this tube and this tank, and then uh, he's like, oh, shit. Oh, dear heavens. Looks like... Uh, who come? Who has a flu right now or something? Um, what? It looks like our scientists were working on a very aggressive case of the sniffles. He could be in trouble. So he's like, 
just showing him off, but he's like, oh, there's actual danger here. It's a, it's an aggressive case. Um, Patrick goes in to help him, disappears. Uh, Squidward just wants to get out. He presses it and goes in. enough. Yeah, and he, now that Squidward goes in, we get a look of, like, their, what they're actually going through, and it's, like, 16-bit, uh, like, video game. It's very cool looking. He, like, you know, splatters on the ground and everything. Uh, the animations and everything, it's, it reminds me of, like, uh, an old Scooby-Doo game or something. I don't know. The way the movement is, it's very... Scooby-ish. I I don't know if this is something you can relate to, but it reminds me specifically of, like, early, like, Flash games. Like, the way they might look. I could see it a little bit. Um, Not, like, like early Flash games that had a pixel style, I guess. Like, I can picture certain things that I played. I don't know. That's, like, what it was bringing me to, more so than... Because it doesn't... The animations and stuff, it doesn't look like what... You would see on Super Nintendo, you know what I mean? I, I was but maybe like Super Gen- Nintendo. But maybe like Genesis, though. Like, like the actual art looks like Super Nintendo, but the animations themselves are like too clean. Yeah, they're way cleaner. They are anything. a little. They are a little like choppy, though. Too kind of like I don't know. Just thinking of a game off the top of my head, like kind of Beethoven. The game was a little like that, where the animations were. I don't know, a little choppy. I I think they do a good job of whatever the look. I mean, is no, it's for. very cool, but I know it's hard to like nail down exactly. I think it's its own thing, really. I mean, obviously, yeah. it's not an actual game that they made, so they're able to do stuff more easily. Yeah, uh, as far as as how they want it to look, they can just make it look that way, uh, probably more easily. I would think. Yeah. Than for it to have to be a functional game as well. Yeah, uh, but so. this was probably the coolest looking part. Visually. I like the song that uh, the visuals. The of song the next is song. good too, because um, there's a lot of references we'll go through. So right here, this nose with a big uh, green drip from it comes towards Squidward, and it's like breathing. The boys are hiding and uh, telling them to like run away. It sneezes out these little germs, um, and Squidward is just like kind of. He like freaking folds out. up into himself and then yeah does a weird those are the, jig. that's like a Scooby type run where their right. legs are like windmills yeah 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 where it goes over their head and everything um, so he runs away the boys start running uh, great animation Sandy comes in um, she looks pretty silly uh, rolls up her sleeves and she's gonna beat the shit out of them uh, the nose takes the boys away she's like hold on let me uh, send some of these critters to their doom. Then we get mission start. The germ warrior player four start. It's good because she's player four. Um, Nickelodeon nineteen ninety one. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. That's definitely the like art style they're going for. Nineteen ninety one mission start looks like Street Fighter. Right. It's supposed to look like sure. Street Fighter. Definitely. Um, I like how the two T's are like joined. It's kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. Um. Um, then it goes to her uh, smashing these guys, you know, beating their asses. She, like, jumps up on these bubbles. They become gems. Gems, when they yeah. Die. And then there's a Dance Dance Revolution segment. Yeah, she's doing a rhythm game against this other uh, thing, and, and she gets she an A, he gets it. a B, so she wins. And then she beats wins. him physically. 
runs through the like a periodic table of elements. Um, and then this now, this part is like uh, so. Sandy's singing at this point, right? Yeah. Um, this game is like a mixture of puzzle bobble or bubble bobble and uh, like Doctor Mario because it's like crushing the the viruses, but it's like the spinning wheel and the like the bouncing. Projectiles. I mean, I guess you could say it's like Dr. Mario, but it's basically just that other game. But the look of it, I feel like Bubble Bobble never looked like this. I think the, like, the background oh, I get checkers what you're saying. and yeah, the, okay, the border. They, it, okay, no, 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 I didn't understand. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. That is supposed to look like Dr. Mario for sure. Yeah. Um, and then she's in, like, a, a little ship kind of bouncing ball across uh the words that she's saying microscopic wrath um flies into the nose beats it and they're all like dancing around big game over screen and they're they back won. they're back so it's like willy wonka but everybody is uh safe and I immediately like, willy wonka is like okay let's go yeah like, i like that now we see them without the things on their head it's like the shape of all of their heads right like squidward's yeah. is is long and short. Patrick's is tall and skinny. That's SpongeBob's true. is rounded, and then uh, you mean square, like s- rounded square. Um, and then uh, Sandy's is just actual like round, like a suction cup, rounded square. But she's like, yeah, I'm gonna stay here for a bit. She's she gonna play to around go with the tech, and she there. wants to beat some ass. She enjoyed the ass beating. Uh huh. I like to. You mentioned that the floor is uh, very shiny, but. You know, it's not exactly a reflection. It kind of is more shadow-like, but it, it looks very cool under them, how it kind of fades in. Um, yeah, it's, they did it good looks work. good. Uh, Plankton's inside the vent that they're walking by, and look at how cute he looks right there. Yeah, I like to, bomb. right before this, Squidward's just like, I don't know how I ended up with the worst two people, you know? <laughs> it's like now it's just them three. How um, did this happen? Yeah, he looks so cute with this bomb. This uses a lot of different art styles. Plankton's song about uh, which weapon should he choose. Basically, uh, you know, he's like, there's so many weapons. How do I know what I want? This looks very Soviet Russia first, right? Well, yeah. So, yeah, like war propaganda. Yeah. Um, This is like very simple art with all these like missiles lined up. But it has these giant lines of color. Um, it's kind of all over the place, but in a good way. This is very, like, this next part is, I don't know, it almost like game show-esque looking with, like, the bomb on there. Um, I get what you're saying, but I think it's all, yeah, it's all, like, in this <clears throat> propaganda sort of style. Yeah, this um, part looks like spy versus spy, kind of, black, white, and red only. Black, white, and red all over. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a this is, it's a cool look. Flowers. That is one thing I will say about this episode is that it seems like the they like even if it's not the best episode with with everything going on and them not really wanting to make it as long as they did, they at least like had fun with each different song and like were like we're going to do different animation styles for each one. Like that, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's a bit else. of charm. Right. Like in here, there's a lot of lines and stuff in the back, but they're not colored in to look real. It's just like outlines and you can see 
the color and stuff behind them. You know, the grenades, like, not filled in. It's just got the background. Um, lots of bombs and missiles and, um, yeah, bombs war and propaganda missiles. looking. Uh, yeah. He's got Let's these see. giant... He's like, or I could get this one that matches my shoes. And he's just wearing these giant boots with, like, uh, uh, tank treads on them on the bottom. It is kind of weird because he is singing about killing, essentially. Yeah. Uh, this one here matches my shoes, though. You know, so there's some cutesy shit. Plankton is funny. He doesn't yeah. even normally wear shoes anyway. Right, never. Um, and then at the end, he's like talking to himself. Come on, Plankton, just pick one and forget about your shoes. He's like, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I pick you. Now let's go. Mm. Jumps, jumps into this giant tank um, through the gun and then uh, takes us back to the tour. Yeah. And um, now it's Squidward's time uh, as the, he wants to see some real Atlantean culture. And LRH asks the age-old question, what is art? And SpongeBob's like, ooh, 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 I know. And then uh, Squidward, Squidward uh, pushes him over. Right. Yeah. I thought you'd never ask. And it's the conscious arrangement of elements in a matter that affects a sense of beauty. And it is in a way. I mean, that that's, is a pretty literal I kinda, definition. I kind of like that. Really, honestly. Um, yeah, but LRH says, not even close. Yeah, And he says, it's w- what happens when you learn to dream, which is also a, 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 a fair enough definition, you know? Yeah. And more of a Bowie type of definition, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, he gives SpongeBob this blue paint, or this paintbrush with blue paint on it. He just, uh, I think he tells him to go, like, go dream, and he makes, you know, like a rainbow shape, and then it turns out to end it, up the falling down, drips yeah, down in, into it, his door. But it makes a door, yeah, a perfect door. From his uh And he's like, hey, house. it looks like my bed- or my bedroom door, his his door, his front door. And, and they open it. Well, yeah, because he's like, Squidward's like, well, how do we get in? He's like, well, we'll just open this door that SpongeBob just created. And, of course... That is where the art exhibit is. The hall, the hall of arts. Yeah, there's um, a giant Neptune uh, marble statue that's currently being chiseled. Still, Ch- chair, he's riding a chariot uh, pulled by two dolphins. Yeah, with his big trident in the air and everything. It's really cool looking. And his big triceps. Oh yeah, I just saw a uh, giant Neptune statue too when I went on vacation to Virginia Beach. I don't believe it. Yeah, I did. I got a picture of it like two years ago when I went, too. I don't believe it. Well, I could show you, but it would take too much time. Uh, Squidward's Uh, like tearing up. It's so beautiful. There's even, he's like, that picture, that painting, it looks so good. I could just, I wish I could just jump in it. And uh, the guy fucking grabs him, LRH, just fucking grabs him and fucking yeets him him into the painting. And then it, it, uh, it ripples too, kind of like uh, Mario sixty-four. Oh. You didn't think of that when he did that? Of course I did. Oh, okay. I always think about Mario sixty-four. Yeah, of course, but you have to be naked first. Right, right. Um, I have to be naked. So he's able to jump from painting to painting. I the other cartoons have done the same thing too. 
Um, no, this is the first time it was ever done. Yeah, never mind. I, I'm I'm wrong. <laughs> um, and he's like, look, even I'm a work of art, and he's singing about art. And uh, there's this and little Patar scene. And and Spongegar, he's singing about them. And uh, Squab. Is that his name? Yeah, I think so. That sounds right. Squab. Um, he, like, cave paints a picture of Squidward, and then that one starts singing, and he freaks out. Squab, um, you mean? Squabward? No, he he paints a picture of Squidward and then freaks out. Squab does. No, it's a self-portrait. But it, it doesn't look like him. It looks like Squidward. What do you no, mean? No, it doesn't. What? It does at first, but then... I guess it is. It's Squidward with a tooth. You goofball. He doesn't have the unibrow, though. He's you got just, lines up there, but just, not a unibrow. You just don't even pay attention. That's it's all. It's the unibrow. He doesn't have the unibrow. Or the five o'clock The lines shadow. are supposed to be the unibrow. That's wrong. You know that's wrong. Those are it's wrinkles. Not, it's not um, wrong. I do like, though, how he's wearing, you know, kind of like a Fred Flintstone uh, type getup, but he's also but got... But he's got a beret. Yeah, that's also... Fred Flintstone. Yeah, orange and black... Dotted like leopard animal, animal pelt, yeah, pelty. Um, then Squidward's in the the painting of the farmer and his wife, or what's it called? Uh, American Gothic. Yeah, that's right. Um, and they both look like Squidward. It's very cool looking. Yeah, I saw that painting in real life. It's in Chicago. Prove it. I didn't take a photo. Yeah, of that's it. what I thought. It's in the Stupid Chicago Science, Art Institute. Lies. Um, then Squidward's like, and it if is. I don't like it, we'll I just draw it. it again. And he draws like one of them to look like Osama bin Laden and one to look like Bozo the Clown. Not really Osama. Osama. <laughs> yeah. It's more like Rasputin. Yeah. Or like Genghis Khan. Yeah. Tweedly mustache, big beard, unibrow. The other big ones. Big bushy beard. Yeah. I used to love like drawing shit on other shit. You yeah, know, that sounds right. I I, used I guess to, I did too. I someone would like give me a a newspaper or something, or like really? a like a magazine. I'd be like, hey, well, if there was have like fun a magazine. with this for a while, kid. <laughs> no, not as a kid. I mean, like someone would like you know there'd be magazines like, like, and stuff. Like last week, someone did this. No, like, like in hey, high school. Hey, Zach. Um, Why don't you entertain us? What I used to do is is completely black out the eyes and make it look like they're dripping black. And uh, remove some of the teeth. That sounds dumb. It, it was cool. I don't know. This <laughs> is cool. Yeah. What where is he that? looks like he's in a Tame Impala record. It's like a Dolly Cox or whatever. What was your... <laughs> Dolly Clocks? Yeah. What was your thing where you didn't know the reference? Yeah. We don't talk about that. <laughs> that was a Bo Burnham thing. Um, then he's in the boat uh, under the bridge, like the France looking thing. Uh, or Italy, rather. Yeah, look at him. He's fucking Adam. He's not fucking Adam. He is, he is Adam. Adam. He's ripped his look shit. Look at his head. It looks so weird. This one is called the creation of... Or not the creation of man, right? That's the other one. What is this one? It's just called creation. Oh, creation? I believe. Where uh, Adam touches God's fingers. Yeah. Um, and then we get some... Michelangelo's creation, right? I think that's right. From Ninja Turtles? How fucking smart am I? <clears throat> And then this one is Lisa Frank. It's very... We're going to look it up to find out how smart I am. Yes or no? No. Um, then it's chrome dolphins and like a, like a pink and regular and other colored like 
Tiger and Saturn and like space and Earth. It is called the creation of Adam, but it is Michelangelo. Knew it. Um, you said creation of man. And then I said no. I said that wasn't it. But it was closer than yours. I said creation. You didn't say of. <laughs> I had the of, all right? So we were both <laughs> equally close. But that someone was no, someone was closer. <laughs> no, no. You were closest without going over. Because you had a word wrong that is that equals negative. And points. you missed two words. But I didn't That's negative but I didn't two. get them wrong. I didn't get you them did wrong. Because you didn't say them. No, no. See, it's <laughs> one thing to to th- guys, leave a comment and tell us who's <laughs> who's the dumber idiot. Um, so now uh, Squidward's like on a beach and gets basically like squashed by like a shit tits. a tiki statue, um, and it starts talking with him. Yeah, and a then Squidward it, shaped tiki statue. Yeah, sorts. then it bursts into a urinal. Yeah, I was gonna say it does look like a urinal. It, what is it that totally supposed to be? Is. Like it's, a shrine or something? No, it's supposed to be a urinal. You it's can even supposed see the to be pipe. a urinal. You don't think? He even no. says urinal in the song. Does he? No. <laughs> God is ass. The puck. There uh, is water in there. I the feel puck? like it's supposed to be like a little shrine or something. Um, like somewhere. You yeah, he says right here, this, this shit takes the piss right out of me. Um, <laughs> it's definitely a urinal. This uh, shit takes the piss out of and me. And then this is Picasso? <laughs> Simple uh, shapes? No. No? That's not, I don't think so. Uh, well, oh, it might be Picasso. Yeah, actually, yeah. Stupid. Or based on a Picasso. Yeah, at least based. And then cubism. He talks about going from... And then that's Van Gogh. Right. What He said he was going from whatever to cubism. What What's it called? Uh, Realism? Uh, minimalism to cubism. And cubism. My personality may be of the cynical type. But I finally sound, found something that lives up to the hype. Yeah, so now he's super excited. He's, like, in this bed inside of a uh, Van, Van Gogh, Gogh painting, painting with squ- little squids on the he's doing, in, on the art on the wall. He did a bunch of flips when yeah, he jumped like a off triple, the bed. Triple At least flip. a triple, yeah. And then uh, he's, you know, very textured, um, and he's, he's loving it. He wants to be there forever, you can tell. Uh, also, he's saying it. And then it, like, cuts back to the real what's happening right now. And he's, like, on stage. There's, like, this guy who is getting, like, being figure drawn. And uh, yeah. the, the these guys are drawing him. These Atlanteans, he, these ugly fucks, they all look like the other guy, just a little bit different. Yeah. Um, and he's like, uh, do you mind? I'm trying to jerk it here. I'm trying to jerk it off for these people so they could paint. A picture of a cum shot. Yeah. Can you not sing? I'm trying to model here. And the other guy's like, now hold on, Nando. Why don't you take five? I'm really digging this squid's form. Which is cool because it's like everyone else is kind of shaped the same. But also he's like, the dude is very like, uh, hey, man. He's also saying that he's like, this guy doesn't have pants on. We can see his dick. That's pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah. This guy's just showing his dick. Ours is in the back. Yeah, our dicks are in our butts. They kind of look like dick butt. They do actually. They <laughs> they do look a bit like dick butt. Uh-huh. Holy shit. <laughs> That's funny. Um he's like, "Uh looks like I'll be inspiring these Atlantean art makers with my beauty. You guys go ahead." And they leave and he does like a uh 
yoga-esque pose. Yeah, like it's a like a, a pose. Warrior, warrior three or four. Um, and then they continue the tour. Now it's just the two boys. And uh, he's like, this is known for its advances in the science of fondue cooking. SpongeBob's like, all right, let's cut the shit. You know why we're here. We want to see the goddamn bubble. And uh, he's like, well, most people normally don't make it this far in right. the tour. He's like, usually people fucking ditch me by now. Yeah, they find something that they attach themselves to. And then he gives the most obvious foreshadowing you can, right? He says, uh, yeah, of course you could see the bubble. But remember, it is over one million years old. Brought here when the first Atlanteans colonized this place. Deftly hand-carried over billions of light years from our home planet. It's our people's most beloved and treasured ancient relic. But most importantly, remember to have fun. You know, he, like, gives them a grave warning of, like, don't fuck this up. And it's like, okay, you know they're going to fuck it up. Right. um, Based on this heavy description. But then he's like, just have fun. Um, And then he... Shows them it's like inside of a giant glass ball. It's just kind of floating around. It's lost a lot of its shape. It's a bit squiggly. Um, and they are blown away. They're they, very happy. Their they eyes each, light up and look at each other longingly. Yeah, they hold hands and look at each other. They nearly kiss. They just like f- like glide across the floor. They don't even walk. Right, right. And they get like attached to the. Uh, the big glass, and they the see glass the glass bubble in which the real bubble is held. Yeah, they're just loving it. They're like, "Holy shit! Look at that fucking thing! Holy fuck! It's amazing! Oh my god!" Yeah, uh, but yeah, um, they love it uh, like a delicate it. air raisin, as Patrick would call it. That's that's awesome. It's the mo- the most beautiful, wrinkled up, dusty old bubble I've ever seen. <sighs> and then LRH is like, uh, "Now, if you'll excuse me." You know, I got to go get ready for make... For dinner. Get ready to make dinner, essentially. So I'm just going to leave you two friendly strangers alone with our most beloved ancient and fragile Lanyan relic. Join us in the dining hall when you've had an eyeful. Right. So he's, you know, it's More obvious obvious foreshadowing. Yeah. Like, oh, you guys are just strangers. This is our most important thing. I'll leave you here. Nothing could go wrong. Um, When you're done, just come on. So they, they wave him off. They go press up against the giant glass, and uh, as they're admiring it, it starts to roll off because they're, like, getting too close. They catch it. Um, they're trying to, like, steady it back on the pedestal. It goes the other way. It lands on SpongeBob. Yeah, the bubble, SpongeBob gets under it. The, the bubble, bubble, like, sinks. flattens on It, like, squishes on the ground and then pops back up. You're like, oh, my God, it's going to pop. Right. Does not. Right. Um, it bounces back Ooh. up. Yeah, the big O face from Patrick. He pushes it back. You think that's back. his O face? I mean, it was an O face. Yeah, I know what you mean. Not that O face. Not um, his O face, an O face. And then they laugh, and then they continue to foreshadow what's about to happen um, as they describe how close they were to... Uh, you know, to fucking this up. They're like, we almost popped the most prized possession of all Atlantis-ians. Boy, that would have been our greatest blunder, without a doubt. But we should go before anything happens. You know, they they realize how lucky they are. Um, 
He's like, but while we're here, we should definitely take a picture for the scrapbook. Right, we just got to get a picture before I leave. And what kind of picture is it? A selfie? Uh, it's more of an ussy. Is that what they call those? It's a Ted Lasso thing. He's like, can I get an ussy? He's like, what is an ussy? He's like, oh, it's like a selfie, but it, it's us in it. <laughs> you know? Okay, okay. It's kind of funny. But it's funny because, uh, you know, it's a Polaroid picture, so they can't see He's just taking it blindly and hoping it's good. Um, But of course, like, when they were in there, I was like, picture. I don't know. You know, maybe I'd seen it before, but I was like, picture, flash, burst. It's been setting up for this. But it also did set it up, right? Yeah, we see their picture. They look pretty silly in it. It's a Um, weird picture, yeah. But you can see... You see, like, the picture, and then the shot transitions to just, like, the actual camera shot of that how, yeah how like can from where the this? camera would be right from you that see perspective a, you see a picture of them and then it changes to the shot just of them in that position and then you see and they still look got goofy. His, spongebob's got his hand up like he's like presenting the is. bubble yeah but then you see it pop and, and uh they both are just frozen there with their goofy smiles and, and their like, teeth clenched did you uh just hear that and he's like Oh, that popping noise? <laughs> yeah, but his teeth are like all yeah. together too. You're sure there's a huffing sound? <laughs> He's right. like, uh huh. And right. then they, uh, you know, of course they gotta they gotta face the noise. They look over, nothing. Their skin peels off to just their reveal skeletons. their skeletons, and SpongeBob's eyeballs fall through his nasal passage into his mouth. Yeah, it's pretty cute. Um, cut back. It is dinner time. Um, LHR uh, has prepared a meal. It looks just like spaghettios, with it does like margaritas. I don't know, just a green liquid. Uh, margaritas, um, spaghettios. Oh yes, the finest cuisine in all the lands. Yeah, skeddies. <laughs> um, he's Squidward's. Like this is the best ever. It reminds me of. Uh, the already made in college, I think he says. Okay, that right. Or I've learned more about painting in a few hours than I did in four uh, four years of community college. And we see his newest painting, and it's actually really good. It's like a buff Squidward with like kind of a dog nose. He's like um, a yeah, right. And he's got like a basket of canned bread that's falling out. It is actually very cool. It's got jellyfish in it. Too. It like looks like. A meme painting someone would make today. Yeah. You know, like, it's very goofy. I love it. Um, He's absolutely ripped, and he's got a uh, big leaf covering his... uh, Yeah, he's nude, but he does have a leaf covering his naughty bits. And, uh, you know, he's basically LRH... I said LHR earlier, whatever his name is. He's just like, oh, okay. And then what about you, Eugene? I assume you, the Hall of Treasures was everything you hoped for. And he's just like drooling and dazed and feeling the money. And then, of course, oh, and Sandra, um, which is the long version of Sandy. How did you find our laboratory? Um, she used their uh, their inventions to make... This and she pulls out a uh, some kind of machine. Device. It's like a big tube with a laser beam on it. She presses it, 
the uh, food gets sucked into the thing and then zapped to her belly, and that's how she eats. Now she can eat without removing her helmet underwater. And she's excited. She's like, you know, soon I'll be able to cure the common cold, I bet. Yeah, she's like, one time I tried to eat a sandwich, and it went all over my helmet. And it proved that land creatures suck. Right. Um, Now I don't have to worry. And now SpongeBob and Patrick are there. He's like, how did you enjoy our rarest and most prized possession? And they look... You know, they're sweating. They look very nervous. He's like, uh, yeah, we should probably go. And they're like, what the fuck? We're not leaving this, ever. He's like, oh, come on. And at least enjoy our cuisine before you go. And they're uh, just teeth chattering, sweating. uh Uh-huh. And he's like, "Come, come on, enjoy the best Atlantean cuisine has to offer before you leave. And, yeah, Squidward's like, what's wrong with you guys? He's like, we got to go home now. Why would you want to leave this place? Because uh, uh, Gary misses me. And then this probably the best. funny. Yeah. yeah, probably the best cut in the whole episode. Right. Uh, we see Gary, like, blows a noisemaker, and then it zooms out, and he's having a party. The whole place is fucked up, and with there's a bunch snails. of snails. Yeah, it's a yeah. snail party. Like, they're all just fucking climbing on the walls. Yeah, and... they're sliming all over, and this guy's hanging from the ceiling. Right. It's such a well-timed thing, too. It's, like, a very quick cut. Like, it's like, Gary misses me, and it immediately is, like... This is how Gary feels. Yeah. No, like, he's not. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> there's not even a second. Like, it's so fast. And um, then this this drawing of Patrick, like, if I showed people this, they'd probably think it wasn't part of the show. He has Squidward, goofy, yeah. Squidward-style eyes now, but just a giant round mouth that goes down even, like, into his belly But area. he just admits that they we destroyed... We destroyed your most prized possession. And then everyone uh, just kind of like looks. He covers his mouth. He's like, oh, it kind of slipped out. You know, and now they're like, what? And he starts laughing. LRH starts yeah. laughing. And he's like, oh, and if if there's one thing we enjoy, it's a healthy dose of dark humor. And then SpongeBob's like, it's not a joke. <gasps> they all gasp. <laughs> right. He's like, oh, come he's on. He's like, oh, please. On. You think that's the real bubble? I would just leave you fools with the real bubble. It's like, of course not. That's just the one that we give for a prop tourists. Yeah, it's a prop for tourists. This one is the real deal, and it's like in just a little like gallon jug type thing. Um, and there's the bubble. It's actually floating in water. We see, or I would guess. I don't think so. Maybe not. But there are lines there. Um, but it's floating. Ooh, now they're really impressed. Patrick instantly takes a picture of it. It pops. Now he's fucking pissed. Yeah. It, it, from this angle, he kind of looks like those uh, squid monsters from uh, that Kelpie G episode. Do you forgot the song, too? What? Where they're all, like, in the green, like, brush or, like, leaves, you know? They're covered in it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. The way uh, yeah. that their mouths and body I see what you're saying, is, yeah. yeah. They blow I know, the it's horns. like a Muppety sort of look. It's kind of like Gonzo or something. Like. Yeah. Um, they blow these horns, these uh, balls roll out with these their brain showing. Yeah, they, they end up, like, growing into, like, people that stand up. They all got tridents and spiky helmets and stuff, and they're like... We're going to beat the absolute shit out of you right now. Time to beat that ass. Seize these bubble poppers. And uh, 
They start to attack. All everyone gets together, and Sandy's like, "Come on, get out of here. Let's move." They run. These guys can barely not hit them. They're barely fast enough. Um, crabs, uh, crabs is like, "Can't you go any faster?" And she's like, "Maybe if you move your feet." What the fuck? I'm pushing you guys. They're just <laughs> grinding. That's along. such a random thing. Yeah, it's like <laughs> just none of them are moving their feet. Um, um, now they're, uh, the guards are, are shooting other things at them. These little balls. Um, Sandy grabs Patrick and throws him like a boomerang. It hits all three people. And then he like sticks, sticks into in the, the wall. wall. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And then she grabs him off and keeps running. Um, they're getting shot again. She opens up SpongeBob like a big spongy shield, and he's just laughing as these things are hitting him. That tickles. They're just like balls. Yeah, hang in there, little buddy. Um, they run out of ammo. Now they're all like, "What do we do? That didn't work." Now she uh, uses Squidward like a gun. She <sighs> grabs his feet like it's the like the barrel, and then uh, uses his nose like the. Like the trigger head No, like the stock, I guess, yeah. or whatever you'd use to hold, you know? Um, it's like there's no trigger, or like she pulls on his nose, but grabs up some of the balls from the floor and then uh uses his nose to like And push somehow them. yeah, the pressure of his legs all sticking together works as a like a a gun. A shooter. Yeah, I don't know. And then she grabs crabs by the legs and is, like, pulling on his legs, and he's, like, chomping his claws. Yeah, she's, like... Runs through a few. Yeah, it's, it's weird. <clears throat> I like yeah. it, but it's weird. Yeah, um, but there's still guys chasing him. They all run out of that room, and that's when they find a gigantic tank pointing at them. It's very green, too. A very green. Yes, it's very green, not just green. And then, well, not commercial break yet. It goes to Patchy. Back to Patchy, who's on the ground. He's got an empty water flask. Um, Can't drink anything. This at least has a little bit of set design. This is what I would have liked more of. Um, You know, he's, like, on a real ground now with actual rocks and, like, um, right. The scene uh, has changed. Tumbleweeds and stuff. Yeah, it looks like he's actually in a desert. Um, he's crawling. He's like, well, I'm fucked. No food, no water, nothing. Nobody here to save me. Oh, the vultures are going to get me. There's like a shadow. And then it's potty. Um, He's like, well, shiver me timbers. It's potty. Wonder what potty tastes like. He goes, tries to eat him. He flies away, and he's like, "Uh, uh oh, this is this is when the hallucinations start kicking in," and he just looks all fucked up, Um, and uh, he starts seeing a little SpongeBob. He can see like a a weird art, almost looks three D, of his pineapple, and then here's. What I think is a midget dressed as SpongeBob, probably to play off the Oompa Loompa. Yeah. Um, thing. Oh, I guess instead of orange, she's yellow. It's it is very weird, but it's actual like Tom Kenny's voice coming out of this little guy dressed as SpongeBob. But yeah, you know, it's pretty funny. I kind of like this part. It's the best part of the patchy stuff for sure. Yeah, and basically he's asking SpongeBob 
for advice. And he's like, well, all you have to do is believe. Encino's not uh, not gone. You just have to believe. But he does it like imagination. Like, believe. Yeah. Like, believe. Yeah. It does like the rainbow and everything. Um, definitely uh, creepy looking. It's It's a bizarre thing. But I like it. And I like... Because Patchy, like, looks deranged, and he's, like, laughing, and his eyes are, like, starting to roll in his head and stuff. And it's just really out. funny. Yeah, uh, it like, is pretty I like cool. It. Yeah. Then he passes out, and uh, it, like, transitions into, welcome to Encino, and he jumps up. He's so oh my happy. God, it's here. I'm here, and I'm home. Yay. He hugs the sign. Um, he sings a song, too. Yeah. Yeah. About uh, be- needing to believe and everything's okay. He's glad to be home. It's Encino. Everything's all right. He's, yeah, picking, he's up like trash. picking up trash and shit. Yep. Spinning around. In like a park. He's on a bench. It's like a little fast time lapse type thing. Um, he opens Montage. up his picnic, which is a uh, uh, treasure chest, um, eats an apple. Uh, off of his hook, he's jumping around, he's singing, he catches a beach ball, and then somebody throws him like a... So it's funny, because this does remind me of a Mr. Show sketch, but I didn't even notice. He does that thing where he's, like, floating in midair a little bit before. Yeah. Where it's all him, like, jumping like that. Yeah, a they bunch do, of things. There's a jumping. whole Mr. Show sketch of that being the gag. That's funny. I'm sure so he had a lot of creative pull in these live shots. Yeah, well, it's just funny because he was, like, there, you know, for that. Right. Um, so it must have just been some kind of thing that they did as mm-hmm. a joke. He catches, like, a heavier ball type thing. A melon? Yeah, it looks like a melon. It hits him in the nuts, and he kind of, like, sells it a bit. But he kind of laughs. laughs. He laughs it all. Oh, yeah. classic. Getting puts, hit in the nuts. Puts a flag in the ground, and there he is in the park with... Some random old guy trying to read a book. And, and he's, uh, like, shredding on his guitar, and he's, like, in their faces. The old guy and the lady with a With a baby. Cat. She's got, like, a puppet on trying to, like, calm her baby in the stroller down. Uh, but, yeah, he's got the acoustic guitar. He's jamming on it with his uh, hook hand. Eventually, at one point, he starts playing with his teeth as it's, like, ripping solos. Yeah, he's shredding. And um, then he's eating an ice cream, but... It falls on it the It fell off the cone and onto the grass. And now it, like, it starts to get real, like, with the music, and <laughs> it's, like, very dramatic. Ice cream, close-up of his face, ice cream. Uh, he looks like he's about to cry. Um, or something. Yeah, then he... Wakes up. Wakes up. He's back in the desert, and there's potty. It was all just a dream. He used to read like, Word what? Up magazine. It was all a hallucination. He can't believe it. It's really and Cino's still shit. gone. And now he's crying again. But look, Patty brought him a sandwich. You know, wow. What? Yeah, how nice. How nice of Patty. Potty. Potty, Potty um, brought him a Patty sandwich. And he's like, ooh, okay. And he looks under the sandwich, and he's like, Potty, you know I don't like mayo. And he just like, he's like, no, nah, I don't even want it. Yeah. You know, give it to the fucking vulture. Yeah. Which is like a puppet vulture. Right. Which I do like the puppet animals. That's yeah. one of my favorite parts about Patchy stuff. 
Like that puppet rat that was in that one. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was a good one. When Worlds Collide, was it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And I don't fuck it. It's care. all one big hallucination. He's like, uh, take it. I don't like mayonnaise anyways. Uh, once it gets up above 130, 135, the mayonnaise gets kind of grody, you know? And then uh, fades to black. Now we're back with the tank pointing at them. We see Plankton's in it, of course. Um, he basically explains how he... Uh, is going to kill them. Yeah, he took their most powerful weapon. Um, he wants them to bow to him, uh, prepare to taste his wrath. And he goes to, like, fire the gun, but he's not big enough or heavy enough to push the button. So he's like, face my wrath, and he jumps on it. Nothing happens. And then he's like, uh... <laughs> I mean, face my wrath. And he jumps again. Nothing's happening. He can't, he can't push it. They're all just like, uh, okay. So Think he grabs it's a rock. rocks so he can push the button. Launch, launch sequence was deployed. And, and it starts it to shoot. And I already called it before it happened. I was like, of course, you know what it's going to be. It's going to become. Ice cream. It's a bunch of purple ice cream. It shoots out. Pink. But yeah, that's what I meant to say. Um... Boy, oh the, boy. the boys are covered in it. There's SpongeBob's it got down. a very poop-shaped one on his head. Right. Patrick's got a scoop. Right. It is Plankton. very poopy on SpongeBob's head, but they're eating it like little baby boys, licking it off their spoons. Like uh, it reminds me of uh, SpongeBob licking the chocolate bar, but also when they're celebrating the magic conch and they do the. Yeah, yeah, it's that sort of licking motion. Uh, Plankton's wrath tastes great. They actually thank him for it, and he's like, it shoots ice cream, stupid piece of junk. And he kicks the tire tread, and it, like, hurts his foot. Right. And he's... uh, Because he's just a little guy. Holding his foot, and then... LRH is there. Yeah, and he's like, oh, look at this, a talking speck. It would make a fantastic replacement for our recently deflated national treasure. Won't you, little fella? And he captures Plankton. Um, and he's kind of like, yeah. you know, this will make up for you guys. Uh, he's like, you're going to live with me now. And he starts to be like, no, nah, no. Nah. And he, uh, LRH covers him with his hands. And he's like, ha, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is so much better than that dusty old bubble. Now he's, Plankton's banging on glass trying to get out. Um, and yeah, as it turns out, Plankton's better than an old bubble. Right. He's definitely... Somehow. More Because it's a foreign. talking speck. Yeah, it's he's just, essentially an alien. They've never seen that in uh, Atlantis, apparently. But, uh, yeah. You haven't seen the last of me? When I get out of here, I'll hunt you all like a pack of... And then he gets, like, a flash picture taken of him. It's like, hey, no flash photography. It, there's, like, a sign on the glass he's in. But and there's a lineup. flashing. Yeah, there's a whole lineup of people flashing him. It's some interesting social commentary, commentary about how nobody gives a fuck about the rules. That is true. Especially if there's a rule that you have to split the fully loaded nachos. Right. Um, so. Can't you say it's a restaurant rule? SpongeBob's like, so long, thanks for the tour. And then, uh, you know, he's like, have a safe journey back. Do come back anytime. 
And then the second they're on there, he's like, okay, get rid of this shit. We can't have any more visitors like this. And he yeah. grabs the, he's so the well coin mannered. off the front. He can't even, like, just tell them, like, hey, you guys fucked everything up. Get the hell yeah. out of here. He's, he's like, like, just like, make sure they can't come back. He's like, you guys are nice. We love you. Come back anytime. And then he's like, yeah, don't ever let them come back. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the guy, like, throws that coin just into a dumpster. Um, and that's where it will remain. He yeah, waves them I know. Off. They just have a regular dumpster. Like, it's not even fancy or anything. And it's, like, full of trash. It's just funny to me. Yeah, and then he says, oh, I thought sponges were supposed to make life easier. Yeah, that's his big, like, closing joke. Yeah. Bowie's character. And I was, like... Kind of lame. Really flat. Yeah, like, yeah. not anything cool about that line at all. And then uh, we get one final song... Where SpongeBob sings about how good it's going to be to get home, back to the best place, Bikini Bottom, while everybody else sings about how sad they are that they had to leave this perfect place and that they don't want to go back. He's the only one that's excited, except maybe Patrick. Um, he's re- you know he's excited to go back to the Krusty Krab and um, yeah, they're they're riding, they're singing. Uh, you know, goodbye Atlantis, we're bikini bottom bound. That's like the song. Squidward's like, please turn this bus around. They did everything good. Yeah, Squidward wants to stay. Everyone else is excited to go home. Atlantis is great. Bikini bottom bound. Stop Don't make us leave. That. Atlantis. Yeah. Boo hoo. Boo hoo. Goodbye Atlantis. Pretty good story, eh, kids? Right. So, yeah, then it goes, uh, they fly off into the distance and, uh, Toward Bikini Bottom, and then we cut back to Pachi. Eventually. It it stays on the shot for a pretty long time. Fade to black, come back. There he is back in the the deserted world, not the uh the, the good looking one. The barren part of the desert. But he finds Encino and it turns out it's just been shrunk down. Yeah, it's like super tiny. And he's like, what the fuck is this? We've seen this in an episode of SpongeBob before, too. Yeah, where they shrunk the town. And then th- this, like, light comes up, and these aliens manifest out of nowhere. Three-eyed aliens. They're with like, big lips. Kind of just, like, blobs with these, like, eye stalks. And They're lips. also, like, made of clay, it Shit. looks like, or something. They look like uh, our real monsters, dude, but with an extra thing in the middle. Yeah, the kinda, guy who holds his eyes. They kind of look like a mix of two of the uh, real monsters. Yeah, a little bit because of the eyelashes. Because of the eye um, lashes. And then uh, and one of lips. them's like, "Sorry, our son uh, Norbluck Five was messing with his shrinkatron again," and he's like, "No, no, no! You got to make it." Or he just says, "I want it full sized." And they're, they're like, okay, here, hand it over. And then, uh, or hand it over as in, like, they're talking to each other. And this, like, tentacle comes up and grabs this, uh, like, remote, remote control with a button. <clears throat> and whatever it's in, like, in real life, whatever they used, it's kind of cool the way it folds over. And this, like, slime comes out. And, and Patchy's like, ew. Yeah, that's real nice. It's very... Weird. 
Yeah, they hit the button. Everything goes all uh, Wizard of Oz, like there's a door twister kind of. There's flying yeah, it's the cars, houses. With the little house and the, the cow, cow flying around. Uh-huh. And then Patchy's flying around. There's palm trees because it's in Encino. Light posts. Uh, light posts. And, and then, then bam, he's back bickety home. Bickety-bam. We just cut to his house and his vehicle out front. The, With the, the drag boat. marks. Yeah. They go over the sidewalk. That's kind of cool. His house is so, like, basic, too. Yeah. Um, now he's just sitting in his chair. He's a basic And uh, he's, like, one thing that's funny, too, is uh, Pat Potty at the beginning calls him Beardy, um, and he doesn't say anything about it, but when the alien calls him Beardy, he's, like, Beardy, and he gets all kind of, like, offended. Um, yeah. But then he's, like, hey, hey, kids, I'm a little busy, uh... Make sure to come back and watch your old pal Patchy. Ow, and more SpongeBob. Ow, Potty, get off me. Because he's like gigantic now. He's stepping on him with his giant bird foot. There's like plaster on the ground and I everything. I do like too. that. It like, hit, it like comes down and then he's like flattened under it. Um, <clears throat> it's kind of cool. I like yeah. that. I like the the big stuff. And that's where it ends. Yeah. Gee whiz. Um, yeah, that was pretty long well it's so long so i don't know i really hate doing the episode this way with the transcript because it makes it so like i feel like we're just reading the transcript and that's like not fun for me but like um it really just kind of points out doing it that way though points out that like nothing of any note happens in this like it's really a boring episode. Yeah, not um, a lot of really good jokes. It's more of just like story and song. Right. The vi- it's it's visually a lot of fun, but like nothing happens really. Like, right. It's it's just so everyone is true to their stereotype, right? Like he's here for art, he's here for money, she's here for science, they're here for a bubble, and then in the end everything's okay. Plankton loses. And right. And I mean, there's not really right. Even the plankton stuff. I mean, there's not really like conflict like there is right at that last moment when plankton has the gun pointed on them. But yeah, for about there's no like stakes or anything. It's just like the bubble. And then the bubble thing is weird because it's like, oh, they broke the bubble. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. I don't know. It's like a weird the pacing of it all is weird. It's definitely not like a movie, you know, like it's not the the quality of of like a a, a movie. Yeah, know? there was no um, character uh progression, you know, they didn't like learn from anything. It was just this is the story. Now we're back and And I mean, that's how they normally are, like but sure. but you know, I don't know. It just felt kind of pointless. And I guess just knowing that the People who made it didn't really care about it, I guess, helps inform that decision that I didn't really like it much either. Yeah. But it wasn't, like, bad. Like, like, like I've already said, there's, like, the animation's cool, the different style changes. It's all, there's a lot of good parts in there. It's just not enough to, like, make it worth how long it is. Yeah, it's very long, especially the patchy parts. The yeah, the patchy parts long. are pretty much garbage. Like, and the songs aren't that great either, which kind of is like, okay, can this like, just be done? They're I get good, it. but they're yeah, they're not good enough. 
They need to be better. Not good enough. Yeah. Not tough enough. Not tough enough. So, yeah, I think the general consensus is that this is uh, a lifeless SpongeBob episode. Oh. Um, I could see that a bit. I don't know if I'd say completely lifeless, but I definitely get what they're going after. It's not a banger by any means. It's longer than it should be. It's just, it's, it's, it's K. Yeah. If I had to give it a letter grade, it'd be K. Yeah, vitamin K. Um, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. It's, it's fine. I, I don't know. I didn't, it it wasn't my favorite. And I wasn't really looking forward to doing this one either, because it's just annoying when they're long. That's what she said. Like, why they got to be so long? That's what she said. But like I said, if I was a kid when this came out and watched it, I think I would have liked it. Because I just wouldn't have known better. I would have been like, wow, this is so fun. All these songs, and it's Spongebob, and whatever. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, but as an adult, not not that great. Nothing uh, to write home about, really. And that's the thing. Just a filler Spongebob That's the other thing, too, is that, right, when it's a special and it's long, you want it to be good. You know, you expect it to be. You have, like, a higher level... Of expectation when it's a longer episode. It's like, oh, this is special. This should be fun. And, I and know, that's usually how the patchy episodes feel to me. I know they can't make a movie every time, but it's like we've seen the movie. We know you guys have something really special you could do, and this just doesn't come even close to that kind of expectation. Right. Yeah. I don't know what's up with the prime video uh, picture yeah. here. It looks like it almost looks like. The Krusty Krab is inside of SpongeBob's house. That wasn't even in there at all. <laughs> right? Oh. It's weird. Just the, the wallpaper and stuff. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what that's about. It's quite odd. They didn't even go to the Krusty Krab, did they? No. I don't think so. Not once. Um, so, yeah, it was closed that day. I It was just K... Um, yeah, I mean, hopefully you all enjoyed hearing us talk about it. Hopefully we'll be back with some more SpongeBob and we'll get some bangers soon or maybe some just like genuine, generally goofy stuff. But it looks like coming up next time, it's going to be a three-piece episode. And this one came out, like the order's all weird, right? Like this one in air time should have been episode 12 um, or even before, right? It should have been episode 11. And then Black and Sponge would have been the one after that. And then Goo Goo Gas would have been after that. And then Atlanta Square Panis. But they organized it this way, so this is how we're doing it. I will say, too, we don't normally get a lot of bangers out of uh, three-piece episodes because we got a couple shorties. Um, but Right, the three-piece tend to be a little goofy. Um, I think I do remember some parts of some of these. So it's Picture, Picture Day. Day. Pat, Pat no, pay, no pay, and Blackjack. Um, Blackjack. Yeah. There's a Ween song called Blackjack. I bet there is. I wonder if it is, has anything to do with this episode. Oh, actually, it could. That could be probably really not. Jack. 
But you'll see why it's called that if you don't remember. Uh, There's gambling? No. There's a black guy named Jack. Could be. It's the a new fish in town, and he yeah. looks different. Could you imagine? That's like the fake commercial. It's not exactly blackjack, but let's say there are some uh, some cows that have been smoking reefer, otherwise known as high stakes. The stakes are high. Huh? Oh my god! Um, That's stupid. Anyways, uh, that'll be the next one. Don't have a definite time on when it'll be. Hopefully, more frequent than the last. Sp- yeah, it'll be soon. between the two, <clears throat> and uh, yeah. Now this is where we start sending it home. Yeah, so we remind you, absolute gents and ladies, who the fuck we are, who we are, and what we do. My name's Alex Beardsley, Alexander Beardsley. Nobody ever calls me that though, Alex Beardsley. Um, on the internet, my handle is Ashton Waganda. That's A S H T O N W A G A N D H A. Follow me on Instagram. That's really the only place I'm ever on anymore is Instagram. So check me out on there. I post on my story. That's like the only place I ever post anything pretty much these days. So check that out. Um, I haven't really been doing much with my music lately. I'd like to get back into it, but I kind of hit a wall with the track I was working on, and I haven't gotten back to it. So we'll see about that. It's just kind of tentative, whatever, just messing around anyway. Uh, But just hanging out and doing this and that, you know, uh, follow me on Instagram. Uh, Hopefully, you know, I've started using Discord more, um, and hopefully I'll be more active on the Spongebob Discord? Yeah, I was going to say. Could have fooled me. In the future. <laughs> uh, and uh, I just meant, meant on Discord in general. Right. I just Fortnite. never, I never used Discord for anything besides Spongebob before this in my life. So that's why it's different. But now it's mainly that's Fortnite. That's the difference. Now it's mainly Fortnite. Hey, I also play Fortnite. So if you play Fortnite, you know. Come carry Alex's ass. You're, He's so bad. I'm not so bad. I did. I did. He's not, mid. I didn't play good when we played together, though. But if you want some second place heartbreaks, jump in and play with us. It was because I'm teasing. My, I'm teasing. I, I was having. I've been having issues with equipment and stuff, like my headset and whatever. And His dick don't work. My dick don't work. Yeah, uh, but this yeah. shit is soft as a pillow. But that's me, so yeah, hit me up on Instagram or something, you know, whatever, if you want. Uh, thanks for listening. I'm Zach Main, or to follow in your footsteps, Zachary Main, but nobody ever calls me that. Um, mystified online. What's what's wrong with you? <laughs> what, you said that. You're like, Alexander, why but nobody say, calls me that. You gotta say that. Because I got to let people know my full name, like no, you. You don't got to do everything I do. Got to let them know the government name, of course. Uh, yeah, Mystified is is my gamer tag in places I'm at. But mostly for social media, it's totally rad underscore Zach with an H. And uh, we also have stuff on YouTube, including XFL, the greatest sport in the year 2020. Um, we've got... Uh, Thing of us playing the last SpongeBob game. Uh, we have an email address if you want to hit us up, striped sweater productions at gmail.com. And 
If you want to leave a review and stuff, that's cool too. Remember the Patreon, patreon.com slash striped sweater. And with that, I guess we're out, huh? Yep, that's it. That does it for us here. You all enjoy the rest of your week, and we'll see you next time. Allie out. Enjoy the rest of your year while you're at it, too. And you know what? Enjoy next year, too. It's on me. All right. Thanks, everyone. Allie and Zachy out. Goochers. Goochers. Okay. I have to (laughs) use the bathroom. All right. He's got to go jerk one into the toilet real quick. Nothing comes out because he's a boy. Get his little boy dick jerked off.